Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and our annual spooktacular. Hey. My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Old Gundaloo himself, Brad Polly, <laughs> Matt Polly. Hey Together we are the Inglorious Bastards. We also have sit-in guests, uh, officially uh, fucking, fuckin'y, fuckin'. Uh, I think that's Swedish, isn't it? No, I think it's Swedish. Yeah. It's like the Swedish chef. Vrookin, vrookin'y, vrookin'. So we've got Jason and Jess Duncan. So, Do you guys have like a, a, a couple name? Didn't we talk about this last time? Did we? Yeah, I think we did. I don't remember. I what think was, it was Jazz. Was it jazz? I think it was jazz. That's a good one. It's about better than jazz. <laughs> Travis picks it already, but what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly that's a good start. Oh god! So this is this is how good many question. times have we done this before? This is the third one. No, no this might be like the fourth. fourth. Is this the fourth I one? Think it is. Yeah. I don't know why you you guys keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? It's it's less of a ghost storytelling episode and more of just a roast of me. Yes. <laughs> this is our annual Jason roast. I feel like that's going to be different this year, buddy. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, Jess. I've well, moved over to Team Jason on a lot of this. Well, if we're going to roast Jason, we need to well, say I his transfer. Where Polly is now. <laughs> it's- Jason's transformation into the Lord Jesus Christ is almost complete. <laughs> you know, on my hockey team, they call me Hockey Jesus. Nice. Everybody at the hockey rink knows me as Jesus. So this is our spectacular episode with Hockey Jesus, right? <laughs> That's what we're calling this. Yeah. Yeah. Hockey Jesus and skeptic. <laughs> um. So <laughs> Travis is disappointed we didn't land Sasquatch this year. <laughs> We okay. tried, man. Yeah, Jason was like, uh, you, know, know, you guys don't did. have to have us on this year. I was like, yes, we do. We got, in contact, we got in contact with Sasquatch's people. They just couldn't find him. Uh, I watched, man, I'm not going to lie. I watch Bigfoot search, Bigfoot <laughs> hunting shows all the fucking time now. Oh, my God. Oh, we'll get into that later. Yeah. All right. What's that dude? What do you get that dude on next year? Bobo or whatever the fuck his name uh, is? It's, yeah. Michael yeah. Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bobo, yeah, he's like, he literally he's literally like a like a homeless Judah Friedlander. <laughs> well, not even like kids of their father. So I think Wait, that's why they Judah, love him. Judah Friedlander has a home. Yeah. He just, he just that's looks what homeless. I'm saying. He just looks homeless. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god! All right, let's let's. Jason um, brought his ET class. That's let's do a Oh, sorry. <laughs> We yeah. <laughs> take a couple more hits of those pins there, buddy. <laughs> All right, we do have some giveaways for the Hillary McBride books. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and just slide into our DMs if you want them. Yeah, the winners are number one. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> nope, wrong one. No. Greg Platt at IU hey. Fan Greg. Nice. He's our number one winner. Gregory. Number two winner is you win three books. You have to give them to us. Shitty conservative person. Caroline at Caro Spellman. Huh. huh. I have no idea that. We have a new winner. Carrie Spells. Yep, we have a, we've got another one. Here's a, here's a third winner. Okay. <laughs> Jason Elam or Elam or I don't know. At being Jason Elam. I okay. don't know how to say that. So Did he play for the Cavs? You just pronounced it three different ways. Exactly. Did Jason Elam Same, play for the Cavs? It's a gift. 
No, no, he played. He was a kicker for the Broncos. No, that's right. He was great. Was it Jason Elam? He was like the best fantasy kicker. Or for was a few it like years. Doug Elam? No, or? it wasn't Doug Elam. <laughs> Gary Alexander Alexander Elam. Is he one of the what Sarsgaard the fuck brothers? Has happened? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, well, just drank all of Michigan, so. Lake Michigan, Lake Michigan is dry. <laughs> she has us enter the Mrs. McMurray face of the evening. <laughs> Somebody get her a cocksucking G and T. Oh my God! Honestly, when I was down to Caicos, and boom. You ever been to Dominican? All right, I am drinking uh, Founders highly acclaimed Founder KBS, a flavored stout, cinnamon, vanilla, cocoa. It's so it's really good. good. It's really good. Yeah. There's one bottle left. We got to wrestle for it. We'll split it. <laughs> Everybody gets a snort. Well, it's like 12%. So, I mean, we could do, we could do the Century Club one night. It's my, the, it's my, the Century Sasquatch Club class. Some Letterkenny? Oh, no. 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes? The, the Star Wars Sasquatch. <laughs> that's not, that's yeah. not Sasquatch. I think I'm going to dive into 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no. there's just no way. I think you may no. die if well, you how do much, that. I mean, how many ounces is a shot? One? One, ounce one or two, but like well, two to two hundred ounces. Two hundred ounces, like ounces is a shitload of beer. That's like ten pints, right? Not if it's hams. Like Let's that. get hams. Or it ten, doesn't matter. That's ten imperial pints. Fuck Imperial's yeah. like a twenty. Is twenty? I think. There's no. no way. That's a lot. You'd be dead. All right. That's a lot. What are we? What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> what do you, what do you got? Uh, I'm drinking. Uh, this is going to be most of the episode. It means that hey, uh, humble for, from humble forager, uh, warming hut memoirs, pecan pie pastry stout. Um, it tastes like somebody just liquefied Memories it. of nuts. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> Memories of nuts. <laughs> they really dropped the ball on that. That's someone's, mo- someone's mom's memoir. <laughs> wait, wait, what? It's someone's mom's memoir. <laughs> Memory of nuts. We talked about the fact. We talked about the fact that I think it's hilarious that somewhere out there, somebody's mom blew Axl Rose like in '91. <laughs> And they have no fucking idea that it happened. Their mom backstage taking one in the throat from Axel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is not going to be the hashtag. Oh, my God. Is, is there a guy with the last name DeVille that's a guitar? Guitars for poison. So C.C. DeVille. Um this yeah. he's a Christian we now, have, I think. Yeah, oh, he is. Well, yeah. this story isn't going to age well for him. Um, <laughs> so nothing in the eighties ages we well. <laughs> once had a, a, a girl that attended our youth group that was the love child of CC Defense. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I shit you not. Um, there's the hashtag. <laughs> Yep. What the fuck? Hashtag love child of CC Deville. <laughs> it's like, do you know who CC Deville is? Nope, have no idea. Is it Chris Tomlin's brother or what? <laughs> no. Oh my god. All right, what are we doing? I have no idea. Oh, what are we uh, drinking? Brad, Brad, what, what are you doing? Oh, who fucking cares? Uh, nobody cares. Temporal Purgatory from 18th Street. It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Jason, Jess. Uh, I'm just Buffalo Trace with some ice. Out of a uh, ET, ET glass, ET Pizza Hut. That's a heavy pour there, wow. bud. Wow, boy, that is a large pour of bourbon. <laughs> it's a long episode. Two shots. 
<laughs> two shots. Yeah. Okay, it's only That's four ounces nice. of high proof alcohol. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, let's not throw stones on this podcast about <laughs> pours of alcohol. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, man. Matt, okay. Drunk. Yeah, um, we know. Are you drinking water? Should you be drinking for, some water? For Jess, it's what haven't you drank today? I had a margarita. <laughs> okay. And 10 minutes I ago. I'm now in my cream mug. Creep it real. <laughs> Wait, what's in there? Coffee. coffee. Oh, just okay. How do you how do you drink your coffee? Um, with cream because I enjoy my life. So get the fuck off. I, I didn't even say anything. God damn. Well, <laughs> I was just asking. I wasn't asking. A Here, here's a, here's a question. I don't think you've ever asked. What kind of what kind of creamer are you using? Um, obviously sugar-free, sweet Italian cream. Oh, that's What enneagram number are you, Jess? Oh, you're an eight. Got that, it. That that is the best. Uh, Clear, that's the best. Uh, clearly, cream, we established Jess cream. is the angry drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, hey, you, it's like, hey, what? You know, how do you take your coffee? Fuck you! Fuck. <laughs> are you an enneagram eight? Is that real? What? Are you an enneagram eight? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> explains yeah. that yeah. outburst. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, all right, what are we doing? Uh, uh, I'm smoking. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what are you smoking? Big lemons. Oh Ooh, well. <laughs> is it lemony no, flavored? That's someone's mom's nickname from high school. <laughs> from backstage at the Guns and Roses. At the backstage at the Guns and Roses show. That was Duff's girl. <laughs> Big lemons. <laughs> But so I like didn't eat for a week. So yeah, because I had like an esophagus thing. Ouch. A what? So I was in the hospital last week with a superficial ulcer in my esophagus. Oh gosh, man! Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing about the something something somebody said on your wall? So when I texted my boss, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm in the hospital. They think I might have an ulcer in my esophagus." He texted back to Jason Slip. (laughs) <laughs> that's why I was laughing and that's why Jason was laughing <laughs> and then I texted my like part, my training partner at the gym I was like hey I'm at the hospital they're going to do an endoscopy and he's like oh well if it makes you feel better it helps my gag reflex really good friends but I think that's why I drink one margarita and I'm fucking <laughs> Live obliterated. Your best life. <laughs> obliterated. I was like, "Wow, I'm drunk." <laughs> Jason's like, "I know." <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, we are off to start. we are off to a flying start. <laughs> All right, uh, let's. <laughs> Jason be Jess's Sherpa for the evening. <laughs> Her podcast Sherpa. <clears throat> God, uh, I need to dose myself. I need to do shrooms some night and get the get, oh my jump God. on the pod. No. God no! You need a sherpa for that. <laughs> no, you are. You could be my sherpas. How am I going to be your sherpa? <laughs> Just let the worm eat you, Brad. <laughs> Just let the worm eat you. It's trying to kill your ego. It's a metaphor. Let it eat you. You dumb motherfucker! I'm just going to keep doing that with. Yeah. I'm just going to keep yelling. <laughs> it's, a <metaphor>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. The walls aren't melting. It's your ego, man. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, 
Well, that was 30 minutes of one drinking. You're listening to uh, Look on the Bright Side. It's Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. Hey, Matt. What do you got? What's your bright side? Oh, um, I had a good day off today, actually. Um, Army had half day. <laughs> Army had all all day. Um, Usually you work on podcast because we normally record on, on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah, and I work so every, you work Tuesday. every Tuesday. Yeah. So nice. Um, yeah, Michael's like, are you home yet? I'm like, yeah, I've been home all day. <laughs> well, every other every other Wednesday you it, work too. So yeah, right. Um, anyway, yeah. So I dog woke me up at eight forty five. So I was I was up. And it's amazing how much day you have left when you don't sleep till noon. <laughs> well, if anybody yes. knew that, it's called just math, really. <laughs> it's a lot more daylight. Yeah, it's just just simple math. <laughs> yeah, don't overthink it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Never did well in math. Um, so I got up and I had, ate some breakfast or whatever, and I think, I think I watched some Family Guy. I'm not really sure. Um, and then like I, a day ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I went outside. I was outside for like three straight hours. I smoked a cigar. I drank a couple of Founders Oktoberfest. Did you pee out there? Nope. Uh, I read some of Thomas Burton's Seven Story Mountain. About, about 80 pages left. Boy, that book is not short. No. <laughs> Tom, Thomas could write. Yeah, he is, was. Is the he extended was, uh, version the Eight Story Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so I read, you know, I read Murder and Smoke Cigar and a couple of beers and was outside for like three hours. It was just, listen to, oh, I listened to, uh, Gillian Welch on, uh, like, just album dude, after album after fucking album. Man. Time the Revelator is one of the best fucking albums I didn't albums even get to that. I listened, ever to, I listened to all three of her, uh, Lost Songs. Oh, man. Lost I listened, songs albums. I listened to that album about once every six months mm-hmm. and it just, so good. Yeah. So it was just, man, it was nice out. Holy crap. I sat outside in a sweatshirt for a while, and then it got, the sun got high enough that it was pretty warm. So I took that off and then burnt my left arm. Yeah, well, <laughs> the left arm's the only thing that Boy, sun Boy, you sure did. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's, yeah. uh. Yeah, it's it's dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little pink. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. And they paved our road finally. They did after 15 years. Yeah, yeah they finally paved or paving our neighborhood. <laughs> Keep in mind, Matt lives in a subdivision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he had what was basically a gravel road for 15 he gave years. Indiana, right? Yeah, yeah. Indiana. Well, for a structure, what? Well, that? I think it was one of those where they had to finish, like, fill up every lot before they would do anything. Well, oh my god, we bought our house in 2006, and then the economy crashed. So they didn't build any houses for like a decade. Like, yeah. And now all of a sudden they finally have filled it up. And now they're building an addition onto our addition behind us. And so I think because yeah, of that, they're finally... to explode and people have no idea. Yeah, because <laughs> we're going to be a lot closer to Indy. Yeah. They're, building, they're building like five houses right now simultaneously yeah. just, yeah. Down my, just down my road. Yeah, so. we're going to be a, an Indy suburb mm-hmm. like, yep. very quickly. <laughs> so... Yep, yep, yep. So that was it. It was just a really good day. I had a really good day at work yesterday, too. Okay. Um... There's been a project I've been working on for like a month. It's just <laughs> your dance quintet. Is it, is it, is it taxidermy? <laughs> is it is it uh, baby wipe mache? After the uh, what the have you? Mache. I'll go get a few beers, a few laughs. laughs. <laughs> the internet's on cameras. Um, <laughs> anyway, there's a project I've been working on, and there has to be downtime before I can, because I have to do some drilling and into the machine and all that to attach things. Anyway, I got it done yesterday, and right now I'm I'm the star child. <laughs> it's, well, it's a pretty low a, bar. There. It, it is it's a low bar. Yeah, I mean, given my previous work, um, 
It is a low bar, but it's a pretty low bar when Matt is the best employee. <laughs> it really is. Well, the night shift guy can confirm. The night shift supervisor noticed, and he's like, "He's like, you're doing a great job. I just want you to know that." So you're going to go um, places. I just, but... want, I just want you to know we're all counting on you. <laughs> it was Leslie Nielsen. He's the <laughs> night shift supervisor. <laughs> uh, anyway, a, that was an airplane deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Brad, what do you got? Uh, so this is going to start out bad, okay? But stick with me, okay? Because I know it's bright side. Um, oh, right, well, if we're going to do that, then. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, not. No, it's not bad. It's no, it's not it. Not at not all. All right. So, God damn it, Michael. So, <laughs> I've been on the, as you guys know, quite a journey for the last like few months. There and back again. Oh, <laughs> a pastor's journey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that made down off the mountain, Joe. Nope. No, it didn't. <laughs> that, uh, that got, that's coming after the next edition of the Silmarillion. <laughs> Silmarillion 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, so I've had, I mean, I was really euphoric for a while because I feel like I, you know, I talked a little bit about mm-hmm. kind of. You were, you were out, vague booking everyone. I've been fine. figuring out my childhood wounds and like realizing that I'd been living from a completely like basically my false self forever. Like I kind of figured out what that meant for me. Yeah. And um, well, that was weird. I don't have my camera on and I just oh. heard an ambient woman's voice go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a ghost. It was, <laughs> ghost Duncan. <laughs> Um, get you in the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Where's, where's the Sherpa? Boy, can somebody help her down the mountain, please? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no apologies. <laughs> no apologies. All right. So anyway, I've, I've had, uh, and so I was doing really well. And so the, here's the thing about when you start confronting your shadow and your childhood wound and all that stuff is... I realized today what it, what's been happening is I was starting to really figure out my ego and start to like, and as I was, I was tr- sort of trying to gain more control over it. And I feel like I had, and then there was, there was like this reaction mm-hmm. to like my ego, like kicked back up and was like, mm, Nope, can't have this. Yeah. And it's funny because we, I, the language I was, I was talking to Mandy about this today. The language that we use for this when we were growing up in church was, I, "Did you ever hear?" I remember talk, thinking about this in myself and teaching about this and stuff. Well, if, you know, when you start to get closer to God, the devil really kicks in, yeah. right? You remember that narrative? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's a, true. It's just it's just completely weird religious language for your ego is under attack. Yeah. And when you start to chip away at that, it doesn't want that. It, there's a, there is yeah. a defensive reaction to that. Yeah. And that's what's been happening to me. So I had a really shitty day. Like, I think it was Friday. Like, shitty enough that I was like, I put something in the pub because yeah. I was kind of worried about myself. I didn't even see that. So, well, I ended up erasing it because uh, I... Sounds about right. Well, it does because I, I started to go, well, who gives a shit? Nothing. Nobody cares. Like... It, it, this is I, I was like I'm just being a whiny bitch basically is kind of what I so I just erased that's it. healthy self-talk it's not yeah well I mean <laughs> we could turn this from a from a Halloween episode no. <laughs> to uh Brad's therapy episode if you know we had that last week <laughs> yeah well 
It won't be the last one, trust no, I'm me. Sure. So anyway, I put something in the pub because I was I was I've never really had suicidal thoughts before. I was having them. Oh shit. I mean literally like I'm texting Mandy and Mandy was like are you okay? I need to know are you okay mm. cuz I was literally like driving by semis going like what if I just what if I just swerved under it? Fuck. Yeah. You're not Chevy Chase, Brad. No, I mean, well, I mean, yeah. no, I'm not. Thank God, because he's a piece of shit. Um, so um, I put that thing in the pub and just saying, because I was worried about myself. Yeah. Mandy was worried, like, because I was driving from Illinois, which is like, I was like a three and a half hour yeah. drive home. So I had time to really get in my head, you yeah. know? So anyway, I put it in the pub and immediately people started saying, hey, man. I'm with you. It's yeah. okay. Like, and I was like, God, that I just wanted to say thank you to the, the people in the pub because I put that in and that was no bullshit. I was literally, I think I put something like I'm driving to a bridge abutment. Yeah. I was like driving to a bridge abutment, bad mental health day, you know? Shit. And so it basically I wanted to just say thank you because the bright side of this is that it, it helped. Like, yeah. even though I deleted the post because I felt like I, was I legit just being had a no idea. I, I feel like I should apologize to you for oh, not no. saying something. No, I don't I, care. I legit no. had no idea. I wasn't sitting, on. I wasn't like looking at the pub and seeing who commented who didn't, yeah. being like, check. check. I, and also, I want to apologize. I mean, apologize. yeah, but I was the first one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were, as a matter of fact. I was. Thank you, Jess. I, uh, so, but I do. Hey, Jason, where were you, <laughs> asshole? <laughs> So yeah, I just ride or die. So well, thank anyway, you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Jess and to Jess alone. I saved your life. That's what I'm hearing right now. Yes. Yep, no it was definitely just Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank the pastors, Jess, for helping me out of. You know, you're my, welcome. You're my, welcome. Yes. I killed you of your, you know, depression. So you're welcome for that. She'll be sending an invoice. Oh, yes, yeah, she will. Yeah. yeah. I expect a card in the mail. <laughs> and you know how thankful you are. Dude, I'll just tell you if you're, if you're expecting a card in the mail from me, boy, you are going to be heavily disappointed. Sure, I'm going to, I'm sending, pre I'm sending presents to you next week. <laughs> um, I did, I do want to apologize for the joke I make in the future. Because <laughs> we did, we 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 recorded our music segment, and he referenced yeah. this story, and I was like, "Yeah, it was a hilarious story." And then he played a mocking song over my. <laughs> it's fine, it. buddy. I regret. So nothing. I've had a couple bad days, but then today was great because I was well, off. I your life. Yes, yes, because Jess saved my life. I'm still here. Thank you, Jess. Um, I'm God. I'm. Uh, what was I talking about? Fucking. <laughs> oh, today was great. I had my. I had a day off. Like Mandy and I just got to talk, and we went to lunch, and I had a ridiculously great sandwich. It was just a great day. <laughs> it was just fun. All right. So yeah, Michael, what do you got? Um. So my family was all in town, and uh, it was great. Oh no, this is what the fuck is going yeah. on. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, it, that also fits. My family was all in town. Um. <laughs> And they're gone, which is really great. Um, no, 
no, it, it is like there is a, a sense of relief after you've had house guests for 10 days. Like, oh, oh God, yes. And your parents. So like, <laughs> I love I love my parents, in, but his pants <sighs> drop immediately when he yep. walks through the door. <laughs> yep. Um, so it was good. My parents were in. They don't, um, they don't even clear the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got a half job. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then I was like, as much as, as I've talked about sweet, sweet Debbie, I better not. Yep. Um, <laughs> My God, if you had to censor it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Michael. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, we watched the movie Dune. It was really awesome. Oh, okay. Um, Man, I don't, do I need to read that? No. no. I, 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 I tried to read no, it. I just mean like, should I read it at any point? So, not just before I tried I to read movie, it and but... it was really difficult to read. Okay. It was just a slog. And then I tried, I even tried the, uh, Lord of the, it's like the a... audio book and it was not great. And then I watched, I tried to watch like the 1980s movie. <laughs> well, it was Sting also in it? very it rough. Sting in that? Somebody's in it. Think, yeah. He might be in like a metal, yeah. like briefs. Yeah. So this, it, it was much better in the, in the film form. <laughs> But I mean, I might go back and read it. You're a now. Timothy Chalamet stan. I, you know what? I am. Okay. I'll, I'll own it. I'm All fine right. with it. I, I like Timothy Chalamet. I don't know who that is. He's the guy in Dune. Okay. I Didn't I bat. hear that he was maybe going to be playing Bob Dylan, like a young Bob Dylan in a movie? I don't know. I feel like I heard I, that. I, and that I, would actually make I can't sense. Be they could make that motherfucker heard. look like. Yeah, that's true. I think they could make him look like Dylan, the young Dylan. Yeah, I, I could see it. He's got a, a, a slender face, so <laughs> prosthetics wouldn't make him look real bulky. Like face prosthetics. All right, Jess, Jason, bright side. Yeah. Um, I ate solid food this week. That's about it for me. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, Jess, yeah. Jess had a throat injury. <laughs> yeah. just leave She's been on the IR with a throaty. You know, Jason's super tube just went, you know, too far. Super too tube. far. <laughs> super tube. <laughs> oh my god alright Jason what do you have anything yeah I went and saw the movie Dune also and I took my boys to see it and my 13 year old loved it and my 11 and 8 year old were making shadow puppets about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well my 11 year old uh, my queer 11 year old said that he thought Jason Momoa looked like he would smell like ham yeah <laughs> man that's great <laughs> and then I was like how did you come up with that like, and that is a fair assessment like <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> like he smells like ham. And then we start talking about coaches. He's like, well, one of my hockey coaches smells like ham. Like, Which one? And he's like, like, I don't know their names. And I was like, I was like, you don't know your coach's names. You've been on the team for a month now. And he goes, well, there's coach Ortiz. There's the coach that says hell all the time. And there's the coach that smells like ham. Ham coach. Coach yeah. ham. And that's how he knows his coaches. So I, I don't think I've ever heard people be described as smelling like ham. Yeah. No, so no, I've, you, but I've you fucking people, know what it smells like. I do, and it's like you've walked past those people probably at a truck stop. <laughs> so it's an insult on Jason Momoa. Uh, like he smells like ham. No, so so Jason Momoa. I no, have Jason followed, can, Jason Momoa can get it. I I'm follow, sorry. I followed Jason Jesus, Momoa's no, career. So fuck me, Cal Drogo. Since with Jason Momoa, he doesn't get it. He gives it. <laughs> you're, you are not you are not the power in, in any possible position in that relationship <laughs> uh anyway jason momoa lost his beard his, like his aquaman beard like a quarter into the movie and i'm like he did look like he smelled like ham <laughs> <laughs> that's 
so I texted um I texted my friend, I was like, my uh son said Jason Momoa looks like he smells like ham, so he might not be gay after all. <laughs> and she was like, I get it, he doesn't have a beard. So that Yeah. Was, it was disarming. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was funny. That's my bright side. All right. Um <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? We should do a segment where we pick random celebrities and guess what they smell like. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I like that let's idea. Do, uh, this guy uh, smells like a leaking corpse. <laughs> <laughs> he smells like a anal pustule. pustule. What does Pat Sajak like smell game. like? Pat Sajak smells like... He smells like... Uh, he smells like Pledge. Coconut. <laughs> Oh, no. it like a, no. I was going to say that coconut sunscreen smell. Coconut oh, sunscreen. Yeah. What's that? He smells like macaroni salad. Huh? Macaroni salad. <laughs> he smells like macaroni salad. I, I'm yeah. writing this out. I'm writing this down. This is a great segment. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just a jug, like the stuff you get from fucking Sam's Club. It's like a, just a big fucking gallon thing of macaroni yeah. salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The Amish style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I bet that least smells like Seattle fish market. What does it say say to me when, when I'm trying to what think What does if, Timothy Chalamet smell like? I, I'm trying to think of a, of a famous person. I'm thinking the first, Sauvage. The first Shaker. person that came to mind Perfume. was Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's somebody famous? Pat Sajak, Pat Sajak definitely you know smells what? like coconut bronzer. You're, no, Vanna White smells like coconut bronzer. <laughs> That's probably fair. Who does? That's accurate. She smells amazing. You know Pat, she smells amazing. Pat Sajak definitely smells like Rogaine. <laughs> Whatever oh, yeah. that smells like, that's yeah. going to be Rogaine. Rogaine. She smells like mixed coconut. Mixed with a macaroni salad. Yeah. <laughs> smells like Rogaine, Rogaine and hymns. Vanna White smells like uh, uh, coconut, what'd you say, bronzer? Coconut bronzer? Yeah. And uh, tanning bed sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is a new segment. Pool of sweat and like, like yeah, this, Michael, you got to write a song for this this segment okay. for next week. What do they smell like? <laughs> we should get a cameo from Aaron Neville of him singing what we tell him to sing. <laughs> I can do it. I'll do it. I'll just in your editor. We're gonna talk about what people listen to you. <laughs> We're going to talk about what they smell like. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't <laughs> this know. is bright side for some reason. What's next? Has everybody gone? <laughs> yes, I think so. Okay. It's just like this shit. No. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry. I was typing down coconut bronzer and tanning bed sweat. <laughs> <laughs> So let's Michael's making his Christmas let's, list. Let's, that's what I want for Christmas. Just a bottle of liquid tanning bed sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some. Uh, it's got ass matter in it. <laughs> oh God! What? Are, what? Are some we electrolytes doing? in there. Okay, let's. So, so I got to explain this to Justin and and Jason. So we are going to uh, go into the music segment. So what's going to happen is I'm going to play the song for the music segment, and then we're going to go on mute, and then we're going to come back. Like I don't know, 15, go get a, 15 seconds later. Go so get another you, drink, Jess. If if you need a potty break, now is the time. So you have 15 seconds. 
<laughs> but you definitely I'll need to hear. Here. You definitely need to hear this the music segment song I'm okay. about to play. So here we go. If you like <laughs> Icelandic falsetto, if you think Nick Cave's the bomb, I do. If you like to crank Marvin Gaye, yeah, I do. Sure. When you have we got a show for you? Music time, music time, music time, music time. That is soon to be Hoosier. Music time, music time, music time, music time. Music time. <laughs> what are you doing? Mr. Sandman. Bring me a dream. You got the biggest penis I've ever seen. I've ever seen. That wasn't rehearsed. Did we talk about that before? No, we definitely did not. Boy, that was... I don't remember that conversation. We just really... We really leaned into that, man. It just happened. That's what happened. We need to have a passive sing-along episode, I swear. The muse hit. We need an episode where we just... Like, somebody gives us, like, the first line of a song, and we have to figure out the rest of it, see if we can figure it out. Oh, man. The muse All right, who wants to go first? Uh, Brad? Go ahead. All right. <laughs> this isn't me. What are you doing? Get up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand right, up. What are we doing? Stand up for your rights. So you don't even know the song. Uh, yeah. Get up, stand up. Stand up for It's uh, Bob Marley. Really? <laughs> Died recently. <laughs> No, like in 1981. It's been or a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Ziggy's dad? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, uh, not Moon Unit's dad, though. That was Frank Zappa. Yeah. Different guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, clearly. In, in about every conceivable possible way. What, all right. What, what are we doing? Are you going to play something? Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, Matt. Okay, uh, okay Matt. Matt, okay. Uh, you know what? K. And, you don't want to play? Uh, K. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's tradition. Just play your song. You know. Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, that came out, didn't it? Well, sort of. Like, it's like some of it, most love, of it. I love it when Bad Seeds come out. It's really weird because... Stop it. There's no number 10. 12 isn't lit up. 21, uh, 22. Like, right. it's weird. Anyway, so... One of my top five favorite Nick Cave albums is Push the Sky Away. Yeah. So How many does he have? Oh, oh dude, God. Like, dude, he's been making music since like the 80s. <laughs> or before that. Yeah. Wasn't I, it's, yeah. Um, anyway, so it's called Rarities, uh, B-Sides and Rarities, part two. Um, I have part one. So it's just the deuce. unreleased stuff, live stuff, whatever. So uh, Push the Sky Away is the song. This is a live version with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. Ooh. And so, as you know, I had a couple of bad days this week. You had a bad day. Um, like, and I'll talk about it more ironically in Brightside. Um, I talked about it in oh that thing I talked about in Brightside. Oh yeah, that was 
Man, that was yeah. hilarious. Well, shit. <laughs> we got to stop recording this early. Um, I, I'm sure it wasn't hilarious, but I wanted to say it was. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, this song, <clears throat> if you look up the meaning of the song, he, there's an interview with him, and they were talking about, like, what was the when you wrote push the sky, which I think came out in like 2013 or something. Um, that's a good album. Like, what was that about? And he said, you know, a lot of times things can feel like you can feel like the sky is falling in. Like we get into these situations, like life situations and all this stuff. And, or you just have a really shitty depressive day for no reason. Yep. And it feels like the sky's falling. I had, I had a couple days like that this week. I'm not going to lie. Um, as I mentioned earlier <laughs> and, um, and so his, you know, he was saying like, it could feel like the sky's falling in, but you just got to keep, you just got to push the sky away. Like when you feel like it's falling in, you have to just keep fighting and pushing and you have to just push the sky away. And I thought that's just really, it was kind of what I needed to hear. And I, this, I was listening to this album yesterday. I was having a not great morning and, well, most of the day. Um, but uh, this song came on and like it really hit me what was what he was singing about. And uh, I like cried in my car. Oh, wow. Um, it's just the it's just beautiful. Anyway, so the song is Push the Sky Away. And this is a live version with uh, the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. Let's not. Nope. Michael. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> You absolute goon. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus. Friends like these, huh, Gary? Well, to make it even worse, he just really beat me to it. About halfway through your little spiel, I was going to say, hey, Brad, you can go ahead and sum up Mount Watch Your Point anytime. God damn it. Fuck you. Michael, turn it off. <laughs> we got to get to the chorus. <laughs> Cause you had a bad day You take a walk down You sing a sad song As you turn it around You say you don't know Alright, nobody knows <laughs> Alright, the rest Lord. Alright, go ahead So this is uh, Push the Sky Away by Nick Cave in the Bad God, I'm such a terrible person That right there gets me every fucking oh, yeah, time. That little. I love the simplicity of that that piano riff. There's something hopeful about yes. it. It's, it's, yes. it's, it's like there's somberness, and then yes. that little turn is like a little. Whimsical. There's a somber bass note. Strings. Yeah. God damn it. There's also a chorus that sings yeah. with him on this. Oh, that bass. And if you think you've got everything you came for, if you've got everything and you don't want no more, you've got 
Yeah. And then as it goes on, more people start singing with him. So there's like this communal aspect to it. It's just fucking gorgeous, yeah. man. It is just gorgeous. And like you said, the it, it strikes a perfect musical chord because there's like a somber bass note underneath yeah. it, like melody. But then there's this like hopeful flourishes on top of it. I mean, it's just it's fucking perfect. And it was just like I've heard the song before. You know how you hear a song, but you may not hear it for a few years and then you hear it or hear another different. version of it. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus, like it just hits you right where you are. And yeah. that Nick Cave has an ability to do that for me, like There's almost a, all the time. There, that reminded me of a podcast called the soundtrack podcast where there's this guy, um, I'm blanking on his name off the top of my head, but um, he breaks down like movie soundtracks, but like, you know, thematically scored ones like John Williams is one he talks about a lot and he breaks down the themes of why the choices that John Williams makes the choices that he does and how each theme has their own, each person has their own theme and it's woven into this tapestry of these films and it's, it's phenomenal, but he talks about little loops like that and and how it just, it changes the tone. It does. And you don't even, if it's done right, the, the, uh, the, like the audience or the listener yeah. Doesn't even realize what's happening. They, don't, to they them. don't hear it. They feel it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt. What do you got? Well, I feel like I should play the Hallelujah chorus or something. <laughs> like that. Like, I <laughs> play handler. Get the fuck out. <laughs> um, I'll let your goddamn dog thanks. out. Uh, Parquet Courts put out a new album. Parquet. What? Is that one of yours? Yeah. No. Um, I mean, I figured it would be. I can play something else here. No, I got no, something it's else. I don't care. No, I got something else. God damn it. Um, I don't care. No, I'll play something else. I already got one of, something I got something else. else. One, of, one of my favorite... Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to fight about it next week. I was going to play Adele, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, nobody nobody good here shit. really likes I rap it, as yeah. much as I do, but this is one of my... Becoming one of my favorite rappers. JPEG Mafia. Okay. Um, she already wants, she already back, wants back in. <laughs> it's cold out here, Uncle Brad. <laughs> What? <laughs> Don't yell at my dog. She looked ashamed whenever she was walking by. <laughs> well, she fucking should. <laughs> um. Anyway, I like his stuff. It's it's unu- This album especially is a little unusual, like just musically, and I don't know. Anyway, I would say it's not unusual. To Don't, be loved Don't fucking anyone. play that song, Michael. All right. I won't. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the album is just called LP. Oh God, just yeah. about lost my beer right there. <laughs> the song is called Trust. <clears throat> Whoa! It was... Oh fuck yeah! I'm telling you, yeah, it's 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 growing on me. Like I already liked it, but like it's real. I'm, I'm starting to really appreciate it. Oh, shit. oh man, some cool. Yeah, dude, that sounds so good in these yeah. headphones. Uh, Is that the lossless or whatever? I won't even try to. I won't even lie. Dude, I'm looking good. I won't even. I'm looking good today. I bought a new suit. I'm about to go to work and praise God. I yeah, this, this is an opener. I've been fucked up. Yeah, I've been fucked over. Still going. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. going like to celebrate. Yeah. Okay, I'm fucked up. Yeah, I've been All right, 18 songs, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I mean, the, most of them are like a minute and a half oh, or whatever. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. All right. Uh, let's. <laughs> we, it's been a while since we've done this. This is a cut. <laughs> 
this is a cover song, and I don't think you're gonna know which one it is. Okay. So, so you have to okay. figure out who it is. So whoever whoever figures it out first wins. Wait, we have to figure out what who the original artist. Oh, is. okay. Um, or you can. I mean, you're gonna know the name once they sing it. But, um, Dave, the Dave Matthews. <laughs> I'm crash. Not until we. Into I say go. Me, uh, this yeah. is Future Teens, who I featured before. Um, <laughs> stop it. All right, here it is. <laughs> You're gonna know it. I know you will. God, I feel like I'm on Gilmore Girls or something. Is this One Tree Hill? I kind of like that actually. Yeah, it is. It, I, I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> so what's the fucking artist? Share. Uh, share. No, I know, but I oh, mean. The, the artist is Future Teens. Oh, okay. Future Teens. Okay, that's I, I missed that part. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, I like that. <laughs> I like it. You know what I like about it? I like covers that don't just ape the original. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Looking at you, Weezer. Weezer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> Play it note for note. God. <laughs> All right. We, this is a speed round. Play it, but nerdy. Um, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing parquet courts. I'm doing Adele. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I do one or two? God. You I freaking, one. Okay. I am an unashamed Adele stan. That's fine. Dude, she, her voice. Her voice is incredible. God. Just absolutely. I know this came out a couple weeks ago, but we didn't play it last week. I think we talked about it or something, yeah. but yeah. we probably no, I don't think we actually played it. The whole album's not out. It's still just the single, Easy On Me. Oh, the, really? Yeah, the song is, oh, the album is 30. The way people are acting, it seems like the whole album's out. No, it's, it's just, just a single? Yeah, it's oh good. Oh, my gosh, she's getting a lot of press. Well, like she wouldn't. Yeah. She's one of those where her voice just, like, cuts right through yeah. me. Yeah. Like, There ain't no gold Fuck. in this river that I've been washing my hands in forever. It's pretty good. I, know I mean, there is hope we got to get to the chorus, dude. In yeah. these waters, it's just so crisp. It is. There's no effect to it. No. That's either your concert phaser or your encore. Yeah. It is. This is her inner Sandman. (laughs) (laughs) Adele's inner Sandman. All right, man. God, she's just. Oh, her voice just kills me, man. It just kills me. In the best way possible. Well, I, I don't feel bad about not listening to the album yet. <laughs> it's not even out. I've been like I've been meaning to to listen to it. I would have been so disappointed. I am disappointed. Matt, what do you got? Parquet courts and Spurs not going to play it. Parkour, um, hardcore, parkour, hardcore. Completely parkour. different approach. It is. It, I told you, kind of was like. Yeah. It's less bombastic and less sort of uh, dissonant. I mean, there's some of that. But yeah, like, but yeah. It's it's a really more accessible album than they've probably done in the but past. I like their other stuff oh, better. Yeah. But I do, I mean I like this album, yeah. but 
I like so, their last album for me was their best. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, Parquet Courts. Parker. Uh, Sympathy for Life is the album. Walking at a downtown pace. It's oh, a great start. I just like his voice. It's like not I good, too. but I love I it. I know. It's post-punk. These guys come back to Bloomington. We got to go see them. They were just here before pre-pandemic. I can see right now that Brian, our Brian Andros, Brandon Andros, is listening to Ryan Adams. Fucking hey man, I love it. They're kind of they're kind of the band I judge all other post-punk. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like they were. I feel like they were on the front edge of that. They were for sure. Whole movement. Yeah. So, oh man, I yeah. gotta listen to that again tomorrow. Know, right? God, that's a good album. All right, uh, similar released another oh, so album. It's, it's so, so good. good. Wall to wall bangers. We, it's a uh, friend of the pod. Can we, can we get her back on? Uh, I don't know, we, man. She might be too big for us. <laughs> she is uh, now the number two or the second uh, openly uh, gay. Yeah. Christian on the Christian music charts. Number one on the so, Christian music Yeah, number charts. one, second time. So she went number one again. This year really did um, surprise me. Yep. Within like two days or yeah. something. And I, I would feel wrong not choosing uh, this song on our spooktacular episode. So this is I'd Rather Be a Ghost. So I don't want to be here But I don't want to die I don't like the body You see me I'd rather be a ghost that everyone could see. A phantom and a friend whenever you need. Fuck, man. So I wouldn't good. have to yep. sweat. Just the whole album. Or find Fuck. a phenomenal. She is so fucking talented. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like we've just kind of hit this. I mean, she hasn't even put out a full... I mean, she had some earlier stuff, but like a full-length album has not been released yeah. yet. So, And there were singles that she had that in the middle between the two albums yeah. that are not on this album. I know. And they're just as good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm fucking gay. Yeah, let's Thank hit, God yeah. for that. Let's, like, hit, her, up. let's hit her up again. Gay. That's a great song. So, yep. Yeah, it is. Dude, the, and, and by the way, the uh, Christian establishment is starting to notice. Oh yeah, they are not happy. Oh yeah, <laughs> she intentionally didn't put any explicit songs on yeah. this album because yes. that's what happened when she did the. Yeah. the uh, she had the fucking gay. Song. So it's like, okay, I'll take all the cuss words out of them, and then you still won't listen to me. Oh, maybe it wasn't about that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I love it. I do too, because she's really starting to shake shit up, man. I, God, I love that. All right. Well, this is the end of music time. Meditating with Gary Busey. Life is too precious to be weighed down by a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, that's good shit. That's not yeah. bad. No, that's, that's all right. That's his best effort. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Watching Jess's light eyes light up whenever she saw <laughs> meditating with Gary Busey. <laughs> 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 it's so great. Uh, so we we've lost Jason. That's fine. He's dead to us. <laughs> He's a ghost now. Wait, isn't he the star of the show tonight? Mm, sure. No. 
<laughs> no. The ghosts are the stars. <laughs> All right, let's go into the news feed. Are we just doing one apiece? We'll find out. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Plane drops sewage on Windsor man in his garden. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, now it's con- it's it's like fertilized now. That's good. Well, well, he's also fertilized. Yes. Of course, it's blue. Oh. A man in his garden. Well, where, no, I think by the time it hits ground, it's not. What color is it when it hits ground? Shit, Michael Brown. But why would it? Why would it lose its color on the way down? Because it, it, that's its frozen color. It, like they freeze it and they drop it in a block and then it breaks up. I thought it was like some sort of liquid they put in there. In it the is, Michael, but they freeze it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Do they yeah, freeze Michael. it? What's I think so. Saying? So is like they're a puddle of like because it's called blue ice, blue Kool Aid. Whenever it comes out, <laughs> it's like a. What's going on? A man in his garden were quote splattered in a very unpleasant oh. way. Oh. That's an actual quote. You can hear the sound. You know the sound it made. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody fucking eating a bag of macaroni. <laughs> what kind of macaroni? Shells? Yeah. Cracker barrel? It sounds like Pat Sajak walks. <laughs> um... She explained. Uh, she explained how his whole garden and garden umbrellas and him were all covered. Oh. He couldn't hide under the umbrella. Well, no. he probably didn't see it coming. It's like it whistles like a bomb. See, this is the problem with not looking up and experiencing wonder it's in not, the sky. It's not an. It's not an artillery shell. <laughs> what can I do to get you never to do this? <laughs> Plain toilets store sewage in special tanks, but their contents are normally disposed of once the plane has landed. You hear of this happening all uh-huh. the time, like because just because it doesn't happen. Is it just pilots being assholes? Like maybe. I mean, but I know of number of incidents happen every year with frozen sewage from planes, but this wasn't frozen, and his whole garden was splattered in a very unpleasant way. God, remember? Okay, movie. if I was if I was a pilot, I one hundred percent would just do that yeah cornfield <laughs> plop <laughs> downtown <laughs> barcelona plop, like, plop. oh this is like the bible belts oh god oh god this so, voted trump plop john bowden the counselor for eaton and castle called it a one in a billion chance he suggested the warm weather meant the excrement could have come out as a more fluidy item. <laughs> oh, oh warming. I'm <laughs> These people don't believe in it, but clearly. Oh, my God. They want to that on as liquidy. If, you know. Boy, that is, um, that's a bad day. That's pretty fucking gross. That's a bad day. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, that's Daniel, what I got. That's a Daniel Powder bad day. <laughs> is that that guy's name? Yeah. Daniel Powder? Yeah, Daniel Powder. I had a bad day. Daniel Powder. Derp a derp 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 derp. That song. All right. Is that the original Powder's brother? Yeah. 
Where, where are we going? What's going on? <laughs> I have uh, no idea what's Trump's happening. new social me- truth social media platform hijacked within hours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're starting the yeah. pastor's pub. We're moving it over to truth <laughs> social. By that, wow! What? How shocking! I know. <laughs> like, like I would never have guessed. How are they so shit at everything, conservatives? Like they're just shit at everything. Well, and, and Trump and Trump in particular, everything they do is just garbage. <laughs> just fucking trash, man. The network will be part of Trump Media and Technology Group. I'm sure that'll succeed Boy. like all the other companies he's <laughs> wow. had. Wow. Uh, will initially be valued at $875 million. That's why he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, whose mission is to create a rival to the liberal media consortium. <laughs> like they meet at Disneyland. Oh, you mean like Facebook that got him elected in yeah. the first place? Yeah. Yeah. I created Fuck Truth you. Social and TMTG to stand up to the tyranny of big tech by becoming big tech. <laughs> big yeah, tech. Right, right. We live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter. I'm sure you're following him. Uh, yet your favorite American president has been silenced. Your this favorite is, American. This is unacceptable. President. Fuck. I me. prefer my non-American presidents. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had one. It was Putin. Uh, anyway, yeah. I so you're going to say Obama. When the beta version, uh, beta version is expected to roll out for limited testing in November. It's not even launched yet. A test version of the site was discovered by Twitter users. I mean, who my did a favor God. messing around with it and see how it went. Um. Oh, yeah, it was just, somebody set up the handle at Donald Trump. They took it from him before he could even, even get it. That's great. The site's not even officially open. The URL was discovered, allowing users to sign up anyway. Amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, anyway, I just, that's just, when, when he just fucking fails at everything. Everything. How could anybody go in business <laughs> with that guy? I know. I mean, look at his track record. How can anybody be so stupid to go, yeah, I'll, I'll go into an investment with that guy. Yeah, it'll succeed. Right. The guy bankrupted a goddamn casino. You know how hard it is. You have to try <laughs> to do that. You do. Oh my God. There's one. So there's so there's a list of rules. So this is supposed to be free, uncensored speech. Okay. Okay. Can't talk bad about Trump. There. Hold on. God, fucking take longer to load. That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. Here's, oh, oh, now, it's number gone. 23 of 24 <laughs> rules. Do you not disparage, tarnish, or otherwise harm, in our opinion, us and or the site? God. <laughs> oh, God. People fucked it up. <laughs> I love it so much, man. I love it. He was beaten to at Donald Trump. <laughs> so no, he good. can't even get his own name on there. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all I got. All right. Uh, Brad, you got anything? I already did, buddy. Oh, really? Plane <laughs> drops sewage on man. Oh, yeah, yeah. The plane oh, where shit, was I Michael. Well, I don't know. Uh, Jason? Yeah, I got one. Chilling uh, right. Halloween display disappears from home where teen killed his mom and sisters. Yeesh. This happened in Grand Rapids. Uh, oh, that's not horribly far from you guys, right? Uh, other side of the state. Oh, well, uh, it's a small state. Don't worry about it. Uh, Kent County over by... Uh, I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> say cunt county. Where is it what, what does she look like, Magellan? Jesus Christ! All right, a, a, contro- a controversial Halloween display outside of a house where a teen killed his mother and two sisters has been removed. The graphic display was outside of a house on Walker Avenue, uh, where John Seisling, as a 17-year-old, killed his mother Sharon, 42, and his sisters Caitlin, 15, and Leah, six years old, nearly Lock. years ago. It featured the Halloween display before it was removed, featured three gravestones surrounded by police tape, an evidence marker next to a baseball bat, 
silhouettes on the front door and the words help us dripping in red paint. There's also what looked like bloody handprints on the front window. Like the images of this Halloween display are pretty disturbing. Jeez. Uh, oh, so this was this was at the house? The, this the was house? at the house where 20 years prior, a teen had murdered his mom and two sisters. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Uh, the display on Walker Avenue near Four Mile Road drew scorn on social media after M.Y. Just down, just down from Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's only four blocks. It's only a, it's only four miles. It says uh, the homeowner who provided only her first name, Amanda, declined to comment Thursday. The house has been in her family for decades and was rented to the Sislings earlier. Yikes! They asked her how she was feeling, and she said, "Palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on my sweater already." I think you just have she to had, lean into it. She, if somebody's she, she willing had, to live there. She had defended the display as a way of dealing with the tragedy. She said she had to clean up the bloody mess after investigators finished their work and was weary of people pointing out the house or yelling as they drove past. Yeah. Everyone knows what happened there, she said, adding her family was friends to the site slaves. So this was just her way of dealing with the trauma was to kind of huh. make fun and put this Halloween display that had the silhouettes of a mom and two girls and the door saying, help us with you know gravestones. Cunts. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> go to go to not th- go to therapy, not the Halloween yeah, store. Yeah, like or just move. You could just move. Really, or you could I mean, sell the house or burn it down. Whatever yeah. you want to do. I mean, when you see pictures of the display and know what happened in the house, I could see how the neighbors were upset. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's fucking blood on the door. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's how fucking me. weird. God, that's wow. yeah. Yeah, fuck that lady. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty terrible. That was my Halloweener. Nice. Um, from Cheers. testykoozie.com. It, it was a short story. Te- from what? Wait, it was a short story. <laughs> wait, what was this from? From testykoozie.com. Testykoozie.com. Is it a ball shaped koozie? It, please like tell me. Dude, we're buying these. This is a product update <laughs> right now. It's pussy juice. <laughs> We've had the energy drink. Yeah, this, this is the energy. They've rebranded themselves. Okay, now it's a oh, purple. Wow. It's a purple can with a rainbow and a just cat call on it, it cunt juice. No, <laughs> it's, it's pussy juice. For, they literally just call it pussy juice. They got pussy juice for cat lovers, juice lovers, and lover <laughs> lovers of the finer things in life. So pussy. Pussy juice is organically sourced <laughs> and freshly squeezed. <laughs> Fucking stop it! No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Freshly squeezed. Oh my god! Do you love mixing drinks? So you know do we. somebody had a good time writing this. Mix this with your favorite beverage of choice for a wild weekend or a lazy afternoon. <laughs> Pussy juice is an energy drink that will get you wired and fired up. The sweet nectar of life will have you uh, feeling a euphoria like no other. <laughs> see the world. The Chris Hansen bit. See the see the world. See the world through different eyes after you consume this energy-boosting, soul-expanding, hype-inducing liquid. This shit might might be the elixir of life. Don't be a dumbass and drink too much, uh, and don't actually feed it to your pussy. Uh, This stuff is too good to be wasted on anything but humans. Just use some goddamn common sense when consuming. (laughs) From testacuzzi.com. 
Well, so are we buying this for the pod, or we've already had the we we've had already the had it. Drink. Yeah, but is this different? This is, this is <laughs> well, I mean, the the logo is different. It's redolent of clam. <laughs> well, sold. It's like a it's like a Caesar. I want to hug you, cuddle you in my arms, caress your body, work my tongue all over it, lick your balls, work my tongue around your clean asshole. <laughs> Jason just like, that will never not be funny to me. That was Chris Hansen. <laughs> Reading a text, clearly. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Yes, sir. No, you're not. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so that was product update. <laughs> I don't remember what sto- story I was going to tell. Um, candy corn bratwurst is being made in Wisconsin. No. And it's Why? selling out. Why? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's bratwurst. No, move on. I just Bra- eat bratwurst. Bra- you know what the best bratwurst is? Bratwurst. <laughs> Raw like meat. The tube-shaped one. Why? I don't know, man. You throw some... You throw some kraut and some brown mustard on that fucker, I'd eat it in a heartbeat. Nobody Fuck, I don't know why we don't have a bratwurst right now. Just a bun full of candy corn. Wait, what do you, do you have in the... I don't have any brats, no. Do you have anything to eat? No, no my fridge, fridge isn't is even here. Out. My fridge is gone. So you just have nothing unrefrigerated God, either? There's fucking shit in the garage. If you want to go find something, go find something. Do you know what, who would eat this shit? Yeah, I would try it. I would try it too. Yeah, I'd probably try it. I don't we even like candy thing, corn. We just ate the Thanksgiving dinner ones. Those were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Most of those were pretty bad. You can see that they've got it in like the mixer that makes the makes the bratwurst, and it's got raw meat with just sprinkled candy corn all over it. And before it goes into the processing that like makes Ew, a little like tube. <laughs> Wait, it's made with raw meat. Well, yeah, it's well, a bratwurst. Yeah, it's a bratwurst it's like not a no. The candy corn, yeah. Well, it'll cook out. No, no, the no, candy no. corn's made with raw okay, meat. They no, have, no, no, they no, have no, raw no, meat no. and they sprinkle candy corn over it before it enters into the tube. What? The bratwurst tube. This looks fucking nasty. Okay, wait. Is this candy corn flavored bratwurst? Like it's it's no, bratwurst it's, with candy corn. With it's it's. It's literal bratwurst okay. with ca- chunks of candy corn. I in thought it. this was bratwurst flavored candy corn. No. Either way, it's fucking nasty. Yeah, it's what nasty either that? way, but I mean, yeah, I was, boy, I was, oh, boy, that is fucking gross. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd probably try it, but. Yeah. I wouldn't because I have self worth. <laughs> well, I don't, Jess. All right. <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about this before, but. Adele revealed what her last meal would be, and it is all from McDonald's. What she wants, her ideal last meal, death row meal. A couple be burgers, fries, a, Coke. Are you kidding a me? A McChicken nugget, a Big Mac, and then fries. Yeah. She told British Vogue that. So. Boy, the hard hitting questions being asked over there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my last meal would be. Steak and shrimp. Probably. That would be I'd want to, I wouldn't eat the most. The most possible, so that way when I died, I would shit myself everywhere. That's great. And it would just be a massive load they'd have to clean up for killing me. Wow. No, what you're saying is you'd want a uh, candy corn bratwurst with yeah. The, yeah. Oh yeah, whatever would give me the fucking runs, man. Like and wash it down with some pussy juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A bra a bratwurst and pussy juice. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what it'd be? It'd be like chicken wings, like smoked chicken wings, the mac the mac and cheese from Mods in downtown Flint. 
and that would be like it. Yeah. Jason, what do you got? For a final meal? Yeah. I don't know. I just told you that I do the bratwurst with the pussy juice. <laughs> Why not? He's a man of simple taste. Yeah. Like, I told Michael, like, when we signed up for this, I was like, no, I don't want to know anything. I just want to be fucking disappointed in real time. And this is, like, <laughs> disappointed. Really hitting the sweet spot? <laughs> we haven't got to Foofy yet. We haven't even got to that. Imagine being disappointed by being... Imagine being disappointed by being in a podcast with four guys. <laughs> That's shocking. Shocking, Jess. Okay. I love you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't oh, know shit. what mine That's would be. That's a good chip. What is that? The kettle on? cooked everything bagel with cream cheese flavored. Oh, man. <laughs> Michael, what are we doing? I'm I'm looking to. I thought I had one more that I wanted to, <laughs> to share with you. Oh yeah, uh, Sarah sent this to me. Driver tell uh, this is a bus driver tells kids to go fuck yourselves and then abandons a school bus at a gas station. I mean, I don't like at the like. I Have just, you been on a school bus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I would 100 percent be like, fuck you all, fuck your parents. Here's the oh, thing. You spoiled brats. Here's the thing. I don't condone this, but I understand it. <laughs> Do you remember, Matt? Do you remember Roy? Our bus driver, Roy? Mm-hmm. Hey! That's what, that's what he sounded like. That's all he'd say. That's the only thing I ever heard him say is when people, people started getting loud. Hey! Did he have one of those vocalizers in his throat? <laughs> No, he just smoked about 13 packs a day. He's getting that vocalizer yeah. then. I'm guessing he's not low, no longer with us. Yeah, that's been, that's been a minute since we were elementary school. You can't live that hard and live that long. R.I.P. Roger New. Love you, buddy. What's that his name? Uh, the Pennsylvania school bus driver has been charged with a DUI and 26 counts of endangering the welfare of Ooh, children. Well, he's going to prison. <laughs> After reportedly leaving... Uh, the vehicle with nearly 30 children inside of a gas station. So four of those kids didn't count for legal reasons. Well, it's nearly 30, so I think that's 26. I, they're calling it. Ah, they couldn't just say 26. That's less words. Oh, and it was it was a female driver. Uh, Lori Ann Mancos, 44. Lori Ann Mancos. Lori Ann Mancos was a saint. <laughs> Appeared agitated as she drove students. <laughs> Like you're a bus driver, you're always agitated. Yeah, it kind of goes along with the territory. Yeah. She started uh, <laughs> the the kids uh, started fearing for their safety um, as they grew concerned. And she drove ninety through the parking lot. <laughs> she started swerving through streets. When I was a kid, my bus got hit by a car. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> it was scary. I was like fourth grade or something. I don't know. I got my underwear pulled out of my bag on a bus once. Wait, why didn't you have underwear in your bag? Because I had diarrhea the day before. Mom sent out your bag. No <laughs> fucking way. Mm-hmm. You're kidding me. Nope, put them in a plastic baggie in my backpack. Dude, I'm 41 years old. How am I just now hearing this? Know. It's Barry Fisher okay, that took it out, pulled it story? out. I tell a story about my little brother all the time, and it's the funniest fucking story of my childhood. <laughs> Yes. But yes, it's not going to get the story. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> this story's not happening. Okay, no. So we were kids. <laughs> My dad would go grocery shopping and he'd be like, okay, you guys go look at the toys while I go grocery shopping. So I was probably like 10. 11 years old and so my brother was like like seven or eight we we're in like the toy section and he's like jess i gotta i gotta poop and i was like what the fuck you want me to do you know in the toy section and then he stands up and he's like he's like this he's like, yeah. he goes, oh no no he's he takes the turn down his pants Oh my and god! The floor, and I was like, and he was like, did he become a pilot who dropped turds? No, <laughs> Windsor man. He kicked this turd that he pooped out oh. under the like toy display. Oh, oh my god! No, no, no way. Back. We didn't say anything for years. Years. <laughs> that piece of shit still I there. Was like, I was like, dude. But yeah. You think it was on camera? You think they caught it? Oh, on- definitely. It had to definitely. be. He was like shaking his leg, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like me down, and he kicks it on his thing, and we just laughed. We're just like, okay, we're done. By the way, just just another plug that if you're not paying the five dollars a month to watch this, eat shit because you are missing out on what the, on the eat, real eat, uh, eat, gold. Eat a turd dropped on a shopping market floor. That's like every time my brother brought home a girlfriend, that was the story. was like, did Jared tell you about the time he shit his pants in Meyer and then kicked it under the display? Me, I'm here to tell you about it. Tell him about the time Charlie shit his pants in the So I Married an Axe Murderer, one of the most underrated movies of the 90s. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> no, Michael Myers is a monster. It's, it's so good, dude. It's, that movie's so good. It's very quotable. All right. Are we ready to go into to, to scary movie time? Our scary paranormal power hour, guys. That's what we're calling it. Paranormal power hour. T.O. just said watching someone poop out their pant leg is weirdly mesmerizing. <laughs> I just that video. Like, there's a video that is like the exact scenario of my little brother. And it's like, every time I pops up, I like, I can't handle it. If everybody wants well, a quote uh, to summarize T.O. Knowles, there's your quote. The way he looked at me, he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should. That's well, there, there's a song about it, too. The Moldy Peach is that little uh, song from Juno. Um, they they oh. sing, shirk a little turd of the bottom yes. of your pants. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was about you and your and your brother. Yeah, it was about my brother Jared. Hi Jared, thanks for listening. <laughs> he looks just like me, but a man. It is. <laughs> All right, let's go further up, further in. Those are good. Those are good chips. <laughs> Those are good chips. <laughs> They're just cream cheeseful. I mean, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, all right, Jason, do we want to start with a, uh, a, a, an audio clip and then do one of your stories or do you have, how do you want to do this? You can start with an audio clip. Cool. All right. So just to get us in the mood, we've got yeah. we've, foreplay. This is, this is the foreplay. This is the tongue um, at the bottom of the nut sack. <laughs> 
right at the stem. Welp. <laughs> All right. So um, for for those of you who have who are new to the podcast, uh, we're just gonna tell. We're just gonna tell scary, weird, paranormal stories. So. Brad's gonna eat chips and just get <laughs> in the corner. So this is from Janet Walker, Texas Ranger. Hey everybody, uh, Janet Walker, Texas Ranger here. I'll first give a disclaimer that almost all, if not all, of my paranormal or creepy or spooky stories don't actually happen to me, but they happen to family members. And I think I have some kind of like spirit sign that says, watch out for this one because she's crazy. (laughs) And they probably actively avoid me because they know I'll get really excited, ask them a million questions. Like if an alien gets me, they're gonna drop me back off someplace on earth, like kick me out of the spaceship, not about it. Anywho, my family is very uh, sensitive, I guess you could say, or just they, they have something on them that these stories happen to them. So, for example, just to kind of prove that, all of the women on my mom's side of the family from my grandmother, well, technically my great-grandmother, have all been named with a J name. I'm Janet, my sister's Joelle, my mom is Jerry, my grandmother is June, and so on and so on. Well, my aunt, Jan swore up and down she would never name her daughter with a j name and if she did she had some other name picked out and it was not a j name she swore up and down she would never do it so actually she was the only one on my mom's side of the family that had a boy and then could not have any more children after that so that's a little weird maybe not paranormal but that's an example of like there's things in the family that just kind of happen and we accept it as in like yeah that just kind of happens all right we've we've got more more janet stories coming up too so all right jason anybody have any thoughts about the weird the j thing no all right. she I mean, everybody in justin's family is all named jay and then i married into it oh, and wow. ironically uh I guess so. I mean, we had so much fun doing this podcast year after year that for my birthday party this year, we I invited all my friends over to tell ghost stories. Yes. And so it was like this podcast, but with like. But it was mostly my friends because Jason's wasn't really. Not a whole lot. Uh, yeah. Same, buddy. It's fine. <laughs> hey, Jess, why don't you just go ahead and twist that knife a little deeper, everybody? Yeah. Just plunge it. Uh, <laughs> No, so we just told ghost stories about like 30, 35 people here. And then we got on the topic of like sleep paralysis, like a small little breakaway group. And all of our names started with J. A breakaway group? Yeah. It sounds like something like a discipleship conference for you. It It is, yeah. A breakaway group. Here we go to spend some alone time journaling. But no, we had this ghost story party and a bunch of weird shit started happening to people afterwards. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. So I think the first thing I noticed was the next morning, our cat had a big like knot on its head. Uh, like, it, And you guys know how much Jason loves his cats. I yes, he does. Like, no, either. You guys know. Oh, I know. You know, I either, know. Like the dog attacked the cat, or he was playing and just bumped his head really bad, and then he keeps scratching it, so it just keeps getting worse and worse. Um, but then, you know, Jess, as she mentioned, she ended up in the hospital for two days because she chemically burned her esophagus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of our other Man, friends, roller derby's getting intense. 
one of our other friends who attended the party the next day, they were out walking their dog and their dog got attacked. It was my coach. Yeah. And he tried to break up the dog fight and got his hands all bitten up. He's had, he's since had two surgeries, maybe three surgeries on his hand. He's had two. He's going to have Yeah. Maybe a third. Jesus. And then their dog also needed surgery because it got bit really hard under the armpit. Um, and then uh, another one of my buddies who attended the party who had his truck broken into. Um, and then. And then, guys, like every dump I've taken after this party has been a ghost poop. So, there's that. <laughs> so explain that to it just, me. It just keeps getting more mysterious. Boy. Every fucking one. It's a ghost poop. Explain it. Boy. These episodes every year get more esoteric. Every year, we further we we stray further and further from the Lord. Every year, yeah. But like, I also you're getting enough fiber, I guess. I didn't eat. Gotcha. But then also for about three or four nights in a row, I woke up at 3.39 in the middle of the night, which I never do that. And that was, I don't know, it scared me. Jess thinks I'm stupid, but no, yeah. we three nights. That is weird. It's we weird, gathered right? that, Jason. We gathered that she thought you were stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I mean that you can explain that away a little. You, wow. like, you, can, you can train your brain to wake up at a certain time. At exactly three thirty-nine. Can I tell you that at least one, almost almost once a day, I see eleven thirty-four. Hmm. Oh, I see. I see four oh nine every day. Mm, she's real fine. My four oh nine. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Beach Boys reference. That was for you, buddy. Thank you. I, like I think we need to have this party again next year just to see if more, you know, injuries happen. Yeah. Let's see yes. if an asteroid crashes in your Yeah, house. let's see how many people we can hospitalize, you know, just by <laughs> attending. Jason's going to, like, he's going to buy a D-Book box on eBay. It was funny because my my a D book like, box devotional book. <laughs> no, no, no. You never you don't know what a D book box no. is. So you can buy this shit like on the dark net. Dark web. What is it? It's dark a, web. It's a so. It's a Jewish thing, and so like dark witches and stuff can put spirits into a D book box, and you can buy it, and you can for some fucking reason like why you would do that, and so I saw a video recently of a guy, a YouTube guy who bought one of these on the dark web, like literally on the dark web. They're like illegal. Yeah. And so he decided he'd open it. He was going to open it. You're not supposed to open it. It specifically says never do not ever open this box. Like, yeah. So he opens it. He had a, a he had one of those electromagnetic Schrodinger's uh, cat. Like what do they call them? The electromagnetic pulse thing that like it'll detect energy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, EMF, that's right. So I he goes like more than. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Let him talk. Not to be mentioned, mixed up with ELO. Uh, <laughs> so he opened like so. It's like covered in wax. Like the entire mm-hmm. box is covered in wax. So he he cuts the seal with a knife. the 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 entire time the EMF thing is going crazy. You can hear, and so it's beeping, beeping, beeping. He opens it, and it stops immediately. Huh. And so he, he said, let it out. He said, I just felt something. 
Like, he even, keep in mind, this guy's like a skeptic. Like, yeah. he bought this. Like, this is bullshit. And so he, like, all he's, like, talking, and all of a sudden the painting on the wall, like, falls onto the floor. Yeah, see? For no fucking reason. God like, there's it. nobody else in the room. <sighs> and he left. He left his house. He's like, I got to go. I got to get the fuck out of here. But and how would left. you even go back? And he said he, he went back the next day, and it was like, he said it felt weird. Like, you could feel yeah. heaviness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like yeah. don't don't buy a D-book box on <laughs> eBay. Yeah. yeah, that's what my house felt like growing up, like just heavy. But I think the source of of our demon here was this picture right there. <laughs> Vigo, <laughs> Vigo the Carpathian. My buddy Alex, who I used to play, uh, shoot, did uh, did this, and uh, so I had to frame it. Sorry, I was trying to make your picture larger. Uh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> show, 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 show it again. Down. Yeah. Vigo the Carpathian. Oh my god! Do applies to him? <laughs> was was he also known as Vigo the Butch? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! But he's suffering from Carpathian kitten loss, and I think that's. Why <laughs> <laughs> I think that's he why misses he misses his kitten. Like head, you know. <laughs> it yeah. All right. Uh, are we good for another voicemail? Yeah. Do another voicemail. Okay. This is another Janet Walker, Texas Ranger. Story. Another Walker, Texas Ranger family story is about my uncle. My uncle Ronnie was just young, handsome, beachcomber, cruising the beach, looking for any lady he could find Same. to Same. hit on, Same. and just was living it up on the island in South Carolina. Same. And he had a girlfriend when he was really young. I don't even think Definitely he was nope. in his mid 20s yet. He was very young. And she was just all about him. Absolutely loved him, wanted to marry him, ready to lock him down for life. And he really was not about it. So one day he is leaving her house and he kind of just drops to his knees and he tells us a story. He drops to his knees and says, I do not want to be in this relationship. Whatever it takes to get me out of this relationship, I don't want to be with her. I don't want to marry her. I don't want my life to be with her. Whatever it takes to get me out, I want out of this relationship. And he was later in a motorcycle accident and was paralyzed on the left side of his body. And while he's in the hospital, the girlfriend comes in and just says, I can't do this anymore and I can't be with you if you're paralyzed and that's not a life that I can live with you so I'm breaking up with you Damn. and he spoke it and it happened and that was kind of just another family story of yeah things just kind of happen in our family Yeesh. Oh, that's awful boy oh, is, that like that's... A, <laughs> is that a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah, I, I have something kind of like that, and it's kind of dark, and it's probably the worst. I mean, I've I've talked about my nightmares and like sleep paralysis dreams, which I've yeah, had skull fuck skull fucked by an alien, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> so I'm I'm starting a band, and I'm writing a record, and the record, I mean, it, excuse it really, these assholes. No, the the record it's, that I'm writing, it's his wife, not us. Uh, nope. Yeah, the the record that I'm writing really, you know deconstruction or whatever it really shits on my upbringing and i was i had this thought last year as i'm writing this it's like there's no way i could ever write this record it and release it with my dad alive and then my dad passed away and that night i had the worst nightmare 
where I had this very evil presence in my dream saying, now you can write the record. I did it for you. And I woke, God, up, I woke up crying so fucking hard. What the worst, fuck? It's the worst nightmare I've ever had. Of course, I'm already mourning you know, the loss of my dad. And then to have some, even the thought of that to creep in to your head in that time frame, it was just like, it, it was just crushing. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Christ. You, let me ask you this. Do you ever like, are you ever afraid to go to sleep? Yeah, have you guys asked me that last year? Did, yeah, yeah, I think we did. Uh, no, I mean, they, they don't happen that often, but when they do, they suck. Yeah. Do you ever get oh. any, any wet dreams instead? Like, <laughs> get a break from the getting skull fucked by an alien. Stuff. And you're like, <laughs> like you're getting it's, skull it's fucked, but you kind of like it. <laughs> It's been a while, but yeah. <laughs> I got skull fucked in. I liked it. <laughs> Katy Perry. Was one of Katy Perry's lesser known. Oh, my boyfriend. There's got to be. Get back to Janet, though. There's got to be something of just your consciousness wanting something, and then that just coming back on you. Yeah, God, man. That's... I don't know. Call it karma or bad luck. I don't know, or just a coincidence, but. It, I, I, it seems like that stuff happens more often than not. I don't know. I feel like I have the best intuition of anybody I know. Okay. For so. sure. Like, <laughs> oh, you so so in, intuitive Jess, like, let's hear it. We'll dream things or think things and it will just fucking happen. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that different than like... I think I just can call it. I just be like, this is bullshit or... Like you see the oh, path oh, where it's going. I had, so I don't have nightmares often actually, but I had one the other night. One was, um, we went to some event where there was an arcade, a bowling alley, um, some sort of roller derby event. as with Jess. Dave and Busters. Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. We were with, uh, Jess's older brother who's autistic and we left him alone in the arcade and, when we decided to leave, we got back in the car and he got in the car with us and he was very visibly upset. Like somebody had been picking on him or something. Don't make me anxious. I know it. And it made me so anxious. And then that was, that was a really bad dream. And then that was followed by another nightmare where, um, our car needed some repairs. And we, <laughs> yep, dropped, get it it. we dropped it off of a place I wasn't familiar with. We came back later. It was like seven, eight o'clock. It was well after closing to pick up our vehicle because the guy said he would be there and we get there and they didn't do anything to our car at all. They just decorated it like, uh, like Ghostbusters, uh, <laughs> like, which I, we all had a laugh. I thought it was funny. Like, he's, like, actually, it was, it, he's like, it was a really simple fix and we didn't need to do all that. We just, you know, messing with you. Um, and so he was explaining what the fix was and they started pulling the stuff out of the car. And I, I hadn't noticed, but all these other hillbilly type guys start walking in the back door indiana's and <laughs> i wasn't no fair uh but fair yeah um and then i noticed there was a few girls who looked like they were drugged and they were all on the other side of this wall and then i noticed that jess was also drugged fuck i can tell you right now why you had this dream. i know why i had this dream <laughs> I know I had this dream. Premonition for this podcast. I was terrified, and I was like, Jess is so strong. She works out all the time, and I'm trying to fight these guys off because I'm but thinking. But I was like. <laughs> she was drugged, and I'm like, Jess, fight back. I was yelling at Jess, fight back, fight back, fight this. back. 
And then the next just like day, no margarita time. The next day she's in the hospital and they're taking her back for a procedure that she didn't want to have done. No, uh, I can fucking tell you why I had that fucking dream. Why, Jackie? You fucking know why? <laughs> you fucking know. Um, you fucking yeah. act like you fucking know. Jackie. Uh, that's another story. But... Wait, no, are you telling me? Know. You telling me I shouldn't be hashtagging that right now? <laughs> Jackie. You know why, Jackie? <laughs> Fucking know it's been stolen. <laughs> Jackie. Um, do you want to tell us about your uh, sleep paralysis dream? Yeah, so I had another one. This one was not alien related, I guess, but it was terrifying. When did this fucking happen? Up north at your parents' cabin with the fan. <laughs> <laughs> with the fan, like, yes. This sounded like something from the games, the board game Clue. Like, up yeah. north, or something cabin. Up north, with the fan. Cabin with the fan. That's <laughs> something from Fifty Shades of Grey. You'd like to know. <laughs> I, uh, and then I saw Martin Mole's mustache. So up north, um, Jess's friend who turned. <laughs> so. Jess's friend had moved down to Florida and she gave us a couple of like uh, fans, like oscillating fans. And uh, we took one up north with us to keep in the cabin because there's no air conditioning. And this fan, as it was oscillating, was just making this really fucking annoying noise. And the longer it went on the night, the more annoying the noise was. And then I woke up and I couldn't, I just couldn't take it anymore. And so I, I got up and I go to adjust the fan to get it to stop oscillating. But as I go to adjust it, it starts uh, electrocuting me. And I'm just oh. standing there shaking. It didn't being electrocuted. <laughs> and I'm, I am standing at this fan and I am screaming as loud as I can. And the next thing I know, she's waking me up. And I was asleep the whole time. What? Yeah. What? But I'm t- I'm t- I was terrified after that. I did not want to get up. I did not want to walk by that fan. And then Jess just gets up out of bed and shuts it up. I'm like, so fucking brave. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was no way I was going to get up and walk by that because I had honestly, I, I woke up from a dream. Yeah. I yep. woke up. I get up because I'm sick of this fan noise. I go over to shut it off and it starts electrocuting me. It's almost like you were just dreaming the whole time. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like this episode causes fights every year. Boy, like wow. once a year. There, one of these years, man, the divorce is going to happen right here, <laughs> live on the podcast. Jason's just going to get up. He's going to take off headphones. He's, he's going to have just his walk he's away. He's going to grab his go and bag. And you're going to see, you're going to see his bug out bag in his hand. He's and he's fucking gone. He's got a bug out bag. No, he'll never divorce me. He can't, like, he can't do better than this. <laughs> like it's not gonna happen. I could do so much nicer though. I have to remarry. I don't fucking care what she looks like as long as she's nice. It's gonna be a low bar. It'll be a low bar. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> Let's go into another voicemail. He's, yeah. he's got all of this. What else could he want? Nice again. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 
way. I'm backing up out of that it's one. No way he said that. Oh my god. Oh. Jason. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do another. I guess the answer to the age old question is Jason, boob man or ass man? <laughs> 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 and I can over 200 pounds. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's our, here's our next voicemail. This is from Casey Forrester. Hi, pastors. This is Casey. I'm going to preface my story by saying that I was not a wildly imaginative child that got carried away very often. I was pretty literal, but I was very curious and liked to figure things out. Um, And for my story, when I was very young, definitely before I was in school, on several different occasions, I saw, remember seeing, a huge disembodied head that would float in the air. I'm told by my family that I asked about it on several occasions, but I only have a couple of vivid memories of it. The first time, I remember that my mother was talking to me and I saw this greenish, silent head just kind of floating there behind and over her shoulder. It didn't say or do anything, and I wasn't really afraid of it. I just didn't know what it was. So I just looked at it, and it looked at me, and apparently... I didn't hear, wasn't paying attention to what my mother said. So eventually she asked if I was listening to her and why I was staring over her head. So, of course, I pointed past her and remember saying, there is a big green head behind you. So she turned around. It didn't disappear or change when she turned around, but I knew that she couldn't see it. When she told me it was my imagination, that's when I began to worry because it was very, very real to me. I don't remember if it vanished or how we moved on from this conversation, but I know that I didn't like not being believed. The other vivid memory I have of this head, (laughs) this uh, hallucination or visitor or whatever it was, um, I was riding with my dad in his truck. And in the 70s, of course, small children rode in the front seat. It was a bench seat, and I was sitting next to him. sting? And we're driving along with the same greenish... I would say male-ish head <laughs> appeared to be floating outside the truck. Male-ish head. Um, I was surprised that it popped up again and wondered how... I'm back. <laughs> and then it sucked it off Dan Aykroyd. Stay in front of us while we drove like the moon does. But, you know, the moon doesn't look at you. So I said to my dad, um, see, that's the head I told mommy about. And I pointed at it, and I pointed at it, and he asked where it was as I continued to point it out. And I remember becoming frustrated that he couldn't see it, and I was amazed because it was right there, and I could see it just very plainly in front of the car. It's not like it was behind him. He was driving right towards the head. (laughs) Um, At this point, I started to get scared of it because obviously it was not something that was normal. And so that was scary to me. And eventually it just disappeared. And I guess I dropped the (laughs) I think I stopped pointing it out to them. I probably saw it a few more times. Dude. But after not being believed, I just stopped saying anything about it. And, um, you know, realized that this was not normal. And then I probably would say that I didn't see it anymore after 
I started school. Okay. You know, and other people start to ask questions about things, about things that you see. Um, and kids are freaky. Happy Halloween, y'all. This is interesting to me. It was Jor-El. <laughs> nope, it wasn't Jor-El. <laughs> it was the great and powerful Oz. Nope. This is what I was going to say. So she was young. And I'm telling you, man, like, yeah, kids the, the older I get, the more I real, I, I, the more I come to believe that like, we were ripped out of something great, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like, like we were in a place of union with something, something, mm-hmm. and we're born that is severed. Well, not severed. We're it, turned into sludge. It begin. It we we actually we actually. I think what happens is we lose. We miss it. We lose it. We. Mm-hmm. In the rest of our lives is trying to find it again and so like man you hear these stories of kids saying stuff like this yeah. and i think there's something to it there's yeah there's a an openness because they don't know any different yet yeah yeah and my, my niece always saw jesus i think i told this on the yes. podcast saw jesus on the same railroad track the same spot anytime we drive by it she saw there's jesus he's got you know blood on his on his wrists just you know crazy crazy shit no one could see it but her right and it's like why would a kid like yeah why would they lie about that like I mean, that's yeah. pretty goddamn specific especially you know what if, I'm saying? especially if it gets brought brought up more than one like multiple yeah. times like uh, okay there may be there may be something to this like yeah i remember uh so i, I just want to say to casey like yeah i i believe you yeah i remember reading uh <laughs> God, you I mean, know what i mean to speak like, to your point i remember reading uh heart of christianity by marcus borg and i don't remember if you remember this story he ernest tells. borgnine's brother <laughs> No, it's not a response. It's not even close. Not even close. It has Borg. That's as far as you got. Um, (laughs) Anyway, he tells a story of somebody. I think it's been a while since I've read it. Anyway, the story is that there was a a couple that had a daughter, you know, like four or five years old or whatever. Then they had a baby. They had another baby. And the daughter wanted to talk to the baby alone. Like she wanted to go in the room and like shut the door and be able to talk to the baby alone. The parents were a little... A little hesitant because you don't know how a, a, a child's going to react to a new baby that takes its place in the family, sort of, you know, as the favorite or whatever, as the newest. And they had a monitor there, so they thought it was okay. Yeah, they thought I know, it was I safe. Know this story. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know how true it is, but like I think there's still something to it that she went in there and they overheard her say to the baby, "Hey, what is God like? I've forgotten." Like. So there, wasn't this debunked as like a bullshit probably. sermon illustration that somebody well, made Mar- up? Work for Marcus Borg. I mean, shit. I mean, and maybe it is. I don't know. But I think there anyway. is. I think there is something to yeah the idea. And I've heard other stories like that as well, similar to so that. I wonder, like, uh, not that I feel strongly about it either way, but the concept of reincarnation. Yeah, yeah. The people who are recently born, and you just wonder if they're seeing something that was from a previous life or something. I don't know. I just think as you grow, you experience, everybody experiences trauma as they mm-hmm. grow and trauma teaches us to be disconnected from reality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's the wound. Yeah. And I think sometimes I think children are just more connected to this earth and life in general because and they energy. have energy experience as much trauma and as we get older we become more disconnected from the earth and more disconnected from our own bodies it's yeah it's i think it's because with children there's zero analysis it's literally 100 ex- percent experiential 
So what am I experiencing in this? All, all kids, all little kids are mystics. What am I experiencing in this moment? Differently than we do. Yeah. yeah. What am I experiencing right now in this moment? There's no analysis of it. There's no mm-hmm. questioning it. It's just this is the thing that's happening to me at this moment. Right. I see a green head. Mm-hmm. I hear a voice. Whatever it is, you know, they're just in that moment. And I think that that that's what we have. That's what we unlearn as we get older, and what we have yeah, to relearn. Exactly as we age, if we want to become something other than what we are. Well, let's, let's talk about reincarnation some more because I just, Mandy and I just had a conversation like this afternoon mm-hmm. about this and maybe I believe in it more the older I get, dude, like you look at the energy can't be destroyed, yeah. right? So it, it makes whatever, sense physics, whatever standpoint. happens physically with our energy, when we die, it goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I agree. like the older I get, the more in- reincarnation well, makes sense to me. Yeah, like, uh, like my wife. I'm not going to say too much because I don't know, how, but she. We've talked before, and she's like, she just knows she's been here before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, like there's with, and, and what's funny is my my middle son Abram. These are people you call old souls. Yeah. But what that means is like it feels like I mean you've t- you guys know Abram like yeah it's like he's been here before yeah mm-hmm. like there's just a uh, I mean he's just he's fucking amazing I mean we talked about I talked about this with him the other night like this idea of of sort of people that have we we ta- we actually all talked about reincarnation together and it's like the older I get the more that just seems to like yeah what because the question is not what happens to our energy that goes somewhere. I think the big question is where does our consciousness land yeah. in India? Like, like, like where is our soul? Right. Yeah. At the end of this? Like where do we go? Yeah. So here, so here's the question then if we're doing it reincarnation that I just thought of, are there still new souls being made or have they all been made and they're just being recycled? Well, I mean that we talked, Mandy and I talked about that today. I don't know that there's really an answer to that. There's not, but I mean, humans are around 200,000 years old, roughly. Um, not 6,000 Ken Ham. I uh, think your energy can split too. I know we're getting to like weird woo woo territory, no, but like the older I get. What's that? Did you say 6,000 Ken Ham? Yeah. <laughs> I said not 6,000 like Ken Ham thinks. Yeah. Um, like I just, I think your energy can split. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it maybe mm-hmm. doesn't all, but there's certain people that it's like more of a concentrated version well, what of makes it. You think you're always coming back as a person. Well, there's that too. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a good question. As a different creature. Yeah, I I I am. If I'm doing reincarnation, I have more problem with that than I do with reincarnating as a different person. Like the whole I'm going to come back as like a was it Peter Griffin says I'm come back as a tampon. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, oh no, that's when he was the Wonder Twins. He became a tampon. That's right. right. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) but like I mean, the whole I can get on board with the idea that our, our consciousness re mm-hmm. recycles itself into somebody else. The idea of going to a different creature. I, that's the part that I'm not like what's to say their consciousness is. Any that's, valid yeah, that's fair. Happy. God, we talked about that just today. That's again, fair. we were looking yeah. at our cats. We were looking at our two cats and we were like, I wonder like, what is like, what I, I, I was like, remarking to Mandy. We we're talking about how we, I just love them so much. Like <clears throat> in a, in, I said it feels amazing to. Did you save your cat or did you, your cat? Save <laughs> it's right. It's a little bit of both. Coming back as a fucking cat would be like the fucking dream. Yeah, right. Like to exist just peacefully, like hopefully in a home that loves it. Like our cat. Well, like, yeah. You know, like I don't cat. know. Like, how is that existence less like 
valid you know, or nice than a human. Like I yeah, think right. I know that than a human existence. I never thought about the topic of reincarnation until one of Jess's friends, well, I, one of our friends, came over and she's like, "What so do Jess's, you?" Jess's friend. <laughs> Well, I mean, she might be more my friend now. We went to yeah, Everclear together. <laughs> so, um, they went to, like, I don't like going to concerts because I'm fucking old and have roller derby knees and I can't do <laughs> And uh, so I'm like, go with my lesbian friend, have fun. <laughs> so, um, but she was like, what do you think you were in a, in a previous life? And I still don't have a good answer for that. But I waited till Jess left the room. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't make fun of us and i was like i don't know what i was in a past life but i'm pretty sure our cat was a human named nick <laughs> like, well we have the name of our episode a human <laughs> named nick oh that's great i can't even nick why <laughs> but to get back to i don't know it's just the feeling I got. it's mom like the name um, <laughs> When I, um, but talking about, talking about being able to see stuff, I've, I've talked so long about my own experience as a kid, my own ghost stories yeah. that I never stopped and asked my kids. And so we had a Halloween party at my mom's house and we're all standing around a campfire telling ghost stories and my kids start telling their ghost stories. Oh shit. And the, what? I wasn't, I, know. I wasn't there cause I couldn't eat solid food and I didn't want to be around his Confederate flag loving family. <laughs> well, Michigan was a big part of the uh, of the Confederacy, the, the much like the rebellion. Hoosier state, much like the Hoosiers. Yeah, so um, So, like Gunner is one I had already kind of known. He kept talking about at Nanny and Papa's house. What, my parents, yeah, mm-hmm. her parents' house. Seeing a man in the hallway. They and, always talked about a man in my parents' hallway. Yeah, and so and one day he. Uh, he saw a picture and he's like, this is the man I see in the hallway. It was just grandpa who had passed away. God damn. Yeah. Um, passed away when I was 18. So it was long gone. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then Oliver said there was one night he was sleeping over there and he was having trouble falling asleep and nanny. So his grandmother, uh, come and she came into the room, stood in the doorway and just smiled at him real big. Um, and what yeah and so and then she just walked out and so he went to nanny's room to go sleep with nanny and she was asleep she was never up at all uh she had but he ended oh, up, uh, seeing this woman who looked like nanny stand in the doorway and, <laughs> Tell me and smile at her. <laughs> he's saving it for the yeah. podcast <laughs> Jess. you're not safe jess you're not a safe yeah. person you're not a safe paranormal <laughs> You're not safe for paranormal stuff, but I think I think she's full of shit, and I think she believes it too. Because the other day, <laughs> yeah, here's, here's where the divorce happens. I'll fucking arm wrestle. Let me tell you, story. <laughs> our cats will randomly stand where we're at in our dining room here, and especially Finn. Just randomly, he'll he'll walk through the room and he'll just stand on his hind legs like a like a circus cat or something and he's just paused he just paused at the air and it's just random there's no bugs there's no circus cat. Well, like what what would you call it he stands on his side legs and paused at the air like a party trick like here i am i'm gonna stand my head legs and paw at the air 
And every once in a while, both cats will be in here, and they'll be, like, staring at something. And she was freaking out about it. I was like, it's just – I was – you were freaking out about it. Not about I'm not lying. About you. <laughs> I was like, I bet they're just staring at the um, thing there. Yeah, great guess. Because <laughs> they're looking all over the room. So anyway, uh, um, a few days ago, I'm sitting. I I'm work from home most of the time. And I'm downstairs in our – our house is just a big open room. Uh, so I'm sitting in our in our living room. And I hear like the faintest little, it sounded like a music toy box. Like, it was so, super faint. Okay, and I hear it, music sometimes too. I hear, well, I hear it all the time, but <laughs> this, this particular time, and it came. What the fuck do you mean by you hear all the fucking Because <laughs> you make fun of me. This every time he walks, every time he walks, he goes, or he hears, so I hear this little music box chime, and I hear it from a very specific spot on the floor in the in the dining room underneath the table, and so I immediately. Immediately when I hear the noise, I look in that area, which it could have been anything. It could have been a noise from outside. It could have been our wind chimes, but it doesn't sound like our wind chimes. It sounded like a little music toy box played about three or four notes really faintly. But at the same time, I like a wind chime. (laughs) God damn it. At the same time, I heard this noise. The cat who was in our foyer responded to it and ran exactly to the spot where I heard the little music box. Cat heard it too. (laughs) Yes, the cat heard it. Dude, cats can sense energy, man. I'm telling you. And it ran right to the spot where it's always dicking around, where she was freaked out, where the cat was. was Okay, first, I was not freaked out ever in my life. (laughs) (laughs) She just crossfit. She's an eight, bro. She terrifies everyone else. She's scared of nothing. There's like a box, like she's not doing those squats for nothing. Behind <laughs> the camera of a old like okay. doorbell. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, fine. Doorbell, and I guarantee fucking tea. It just made a fucking noise, or it maybe makes a noise, and they hear it, and that's what they're fucking looking at. I wasn't. That's still weird. That doesn't make it any less weird. Okay, but I took apart the doorbell. There's no mechanical doorbell in it, and I disconnected all the wires when I de- 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 the electrical. Like, it's not the doorbell. I know where I heard it from. Okay, so I have a question for Jess. So, okay, so uh, full confession, I've been pretty hard on Jason for most of these episodes that we've done. Um, and, like, I've had a little bit of a transformation because I've seen some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, Jess, like... How do you live with all of this and not believe that anything weird happens? Because I just think there's always maybe just something I don't understand. That's a reason for it. Like is, it is that is that any different than what Jason is experiencing in terms of, you know, he, I don't experience shit in this house. <laughs> that was the only thing I've ever experienced in this house, though. I just thought it was ironic. You pointed out the cats after we were in the alien skull, skull fucking. Cats and we have little bugs in the house. <laughs> little musical playing bugs. Yeah. Jason, I hear music too sometimes, dude. It's fucking weird. Like, I really is. Like, wow. I'll be like. <laughs> 
was good to know. Jess has turned her ire onto me. I love it. Okay, so a couple things I want to point out. So um, I was just looking at creepy things kids said on the internet. Um, And here's one. It says, my older sister was born the year my mom's dad passed. According to my dad, uh, as soon as my sister was old enough to say the words, she said, I am your mother. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what to do with that. Weird and say weird shit all the fucking time. <laughs> but do they say weird shit because it happened though? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <A> big <laughs> old note from Jess. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. We have our hardcore materialist, Jess Duncan, on the podcast. <laughs> 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 the daughter really. of the daughter of Christopher Hitchens, apparently. I can't give her too much shit because if if not for her, I would have joined a cult a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> totally okay, cool. that's probably valid. that's probably fair. I'm fully convinced, I would have I would have done. I'd be in a cult, probably. Yeah, no doubt <laughs> about it. That's just who I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Angela wrote on here. Um, when L was three, we put her to bed and as we closed the door, she saw that her room walls were lined with angels. She's now 15 and still remembers it. Yeah. How, how the fuck do you explain that? Jess. The kids are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do another. Uh, let's do it. I think you can have dreams that you remember years and years and years. Oh, I do. I have dreams like that. I have dreams I remember from when I was like two. That doesn't mean it was reality. It was maybe a dream. I don't know. But that doesn't mean like I'm not dismissing her experience. Like she experienced something. I just think it probably has an explanation. All right. Let's do uh, another voicemail. This is. I got one too. Whenever. Back to Janet Walker, Texas Ranger. Another Walker, Texas Ranger family story of you speak it and it happens is with my great grandmother. Now, my uncle Ronnie, who was in the motorcycle accident and was paralyzed on the left side of his body, never dated after that, never married after that. He moved in with family members and just kind of became the caretaker for the elderly family members, two of which being my great grandparents. And so my great grandfather passed away and my great grandmother was very old at that time when my great grandfather passed and she would not remember that he had passed away. So every morning she would wake up and say, Ronnie, where is Archie? Where is Archie? He's not up yet. He hasn't had breakfast. He's not sitting here with me. Where is he? So Ronnie would have to tell the story again to let her know that great grandfather passed away he's not with us anymore he's been dead for x number of months and she would cry all over again that you know she didn't remember that he had passed she just got the news that he had passed for basically the first time that she had heard that he had passed and she was devastated and so one day the cycle happened again she's asking where archie is Ronnie had to tell the story that Archie is no longer with us. He passed and she was just sobbing and said, you know, when I pass away, I want to make sure that it's on a day that no one will ever forget because I don't want them to have the heartache where they forget that I'm not with them and they're sad all over again. Well, not long after that, she passed away 
January 1st, 2001. So my great-grandmother passed away, 010101. And we never forget that that is when she passed. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just like... <laughs> Again, it's like you just manifested your own reality or what? Like... I think you can. I think you can manifest that sort of thing. I think you can convince yourself of something to the point of dying when you want to die. Well, that's like the that's like the koan we read about the the. There was a, a guy who uh, decided he was going to die. Yeah, and then, that's right. And then just did. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you hear about people like those. They've been married for 50, 60 years or whatever. One dies and the next one dies right after. Like I think some people <laughs> will themselves to death. Our grandparents. Dude, three months. I was just gonna say this almost, is so fucking almost weird. Three months to the day. It's yeah. it was three months to the day exactly. Yeah. It's so fucking weird because, like, you're talking about like there's, I've seen people die in my life, like relatives, whatever. When I was a pastor, people in the church, like, and there is a moment where I've seen it happen, and I, <laughs> where you'll see a family member or somebody say it's okay to let go and somebody let, and they finally, do. and they leave the room and they're gone or they're like, waiting or they're yeah. waiting for somebody to get there to say goodbye. So yeah, there is a, there's a weird spiritual element to that of this ability to just be like, I give up. Yeah. Like, like where you just, or you just, when you're ready, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like literally like if you're hanging on a cliff, just, you release and just in the assumption that I'm going to, everything's going to be okay. And so yeah, you just, just release let go finally. and you just let go. Yep. And so I don't think I ever told you this, Matt, but when the last night that we saw grandpa, mm-hmm. right? Grandma had gone three months to the day. They were married for 75 70, fucking no, years. Like or something crazy, yeah. like a long fucking time. And so we went to visit him. He was at that, what was hospice. Yeah, it was, it was hospice. hospice. That's right. And our aunt was a piece of shit. Well, yeah, McMurray's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was all stressful and stuff. But I remember I got a moment with him by myself, and he wasn't conscious. No, he was out. And he had been suffering for a while. I mean, he had ended up with stomach cancer, and like mm, towards the end, yeah. towards the end, and like it just it was just bad. It just we just watched him deteriorate for like ten years. You know. Yeah, and I think you had said bye to him and you left the room. And I gave him a hug. And once again, he wasn't conscious. And I said to him through tears, Grandpa, it's okay to go. You can go be with Grandma. Just go be with Grandma. And he died that night. Mm -hmm. And it's like, did he hear me? Yeah. I think sometimes they need permission. Like they feel yeah. maybe like you need them still, or there's something to hang on. Yeah. To. It's like, it's just somebody yeah. to say, it's okay to let go. I mean, there's evidence of, there's evidence of people hearing things through their comas. Like mm-hmm. they, they hear, mm-hmm. they can't respond. They can't, Man, I almost made myself cry, but they, they, they hear. And so yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure grandpa heard yeah. all that. I'm sure he heard what I said to him. I'm sure he heard what his piece of shit daughter said. Like, I mean, like, wow. and that's what bothered me about what she said. It was like, he's fucking right here, man. Yeah, yeah, I know he's uh, he's out, but like he, he hears hear. that shit. Mm-hmm. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here's some family trauma for everyone. <laughs> God, um, uh, what a garbage person. <laughs> Not grandpa. Right. He was great. Grandpa was awesome. <laughs> let's let's do let's do uh, another story. So this is uh, T O. 
Oh no! So the house I grew up in, the <laughs> Dude, previous owner, so the much. husband or the fiance, was named David. And when he passed away in our living room, he had a blue sweatshirt on. He told me the story. And when we moved in, shortly after, my sister, who was two at the time, uh, in the middle of the night, my mom got up to go to the bathroom, and my sister was sitting on the floor with a blue sweatshirt, just chatting away. And my mom's like, who are you talking to? And she's like, oh, my friend David. And um, I heard my name whispered in my ear. My mom saw a man staring out the window uh, in the middle of the night when she was coming home. And then also I worked at a grocery store that was haunted from a 747 crash, Flight 427. I think he mentioned Google this it. last year, um, but we'll listen to it anyway. It's a great and story. The, I, I worked midnights at this grocery store because they used that plaza as a... Um, they had a refrigerated trailer as a temporary morgue, so all the body parts went there. And um, when I started working at this place, they're like, you're going to see ghosts and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't believe it. And then one midnight shift, this driver, I opened, he rung the doorbell and I opened the door and he, his eyes were huge. He's like, this weird stuff happened here. And I'm like, they say it does. And um, he said when he came around the corner, there was a crowd of people standing behind the Fuck that. Grocery store, and when he got out to ask what was going on, they all disappeared. And they continued to open his door on his truck. Nope. So there was that. Nope. He sent me another file, just a short audio file. Did he post something in the in the paranormal group about it? Like a video know. of him and Lynn going somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you read that uh, that post? Because oh, I think just that's what this it's is about. Take me a minute to get there. So just okay. All right, we'll we'll do that one next. Then Brad, you pull that up. Um, all right, Jason. Yeah. Are aliens, ghosts, and Bigfoot all related? <laughs> I think possibly. Do you want to expand on that, or are we just going to leave it on a cliff? <laughs> well, I, I kind of want to leave it on a cliff, but well, I can't uh, imagine why. This question keeps this question keeps coming up. I listen to a ton of alien shit because I'm just fascinated by all the disclosure that's that's happening. Yeah. Um, uh, is there like one specific? Is, is it a podcast you listen to, or is there one that you would recommend? Uh, you no. Know, uh, well, I have listened to a lot of Tom DeLong shit. He's got some interesting thoughts, actually. Uh, I know I'm going to get so much hate for this. I don't care. Um, no, there's a guy. His name is Kurt Jaimungle, and his podcast is. Uh, Excuse me. Why are you making fun of somebody's name? No, I was just laughing at Jess. I know. Why is he making fun of somebody's name? Jaimungle. So, his show on YouTube is, is uh, The Theory of Everything. He's a filmmaker, but he also has a background in mathematics and physics. And he's not, uh, he's fascinated by the topic of aliens, but he's not into any of it. He doesn't know any of it. But for whatever reason, he keeps landing these huge guests in the alien world. And one of the questions that keeps coming up 
is uh, is all this stuff related? Is aliens related to Bigfoot related to paranormal stuff? And a lot of it, I'm sure, comes from. Have you guys ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch? I've heard of it, but pretty Skinwalkers, but not a ranch. Skinwalker Ranch is pretty fascinating. There's there's documentaries on Amazon Prime. Um, some are better than others. Um, who's that rocket guy they had on there? Elton you know John. The guy? Um, no, <laughs> that's a Rocket Man. Oh, sorry, sorry. The guy who not Rocket Guy. Look it, guy. Anyway. Liked him a lot. <laughs> One of them, they, they do like eight episodes there and they go through all the history of all this stuff. So Skinwalker Ranch is a hotbed for, they, they see alien shit. They see beams of light coming out of the sky. They see uh, Bigfoot encounters, uh, werewolves, there's cattle mutilation. Whoa, 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 whoa. They got it all. Werewolves. Come well, on, dude. There's, there's something attacking their animals and they caught it on video. It's really Could old. it be a regular wolf? Um, it's a it's cast of Twilight. <laughs> Fucking Kristen Stewart. So it's just this paranormal hotspot. Um, and so well, that's called Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> right. Skinwalker <laughs> Ranch. Yeah. So it's built on, uh, it's a ranch on the site of an indigenous ground. Okay. Yeah, there see, we go. Yeah. So you don't <laughs> fuck with that. have anything built on. The indigenous people yeah. stay away from it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but how much of this in. This is an indigenous burial ground. Is just racism. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly, well, I mean a lot, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know that that makes it less valid. Re- re- regardless of of what the race was, like burial grounds aren't usually like they're pretty pretty spooky to begin with. Don't really want to pave one of those over. You don't want to put up a big lots on an Indian yeah. burial ground. <laughs> On the way oh, in here, I passed a, a burial site. Split up a park. That the, the highway literally has to divert around because there's a, 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 like six or seven graves. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Now, uh, yeah. Coming up. Yep. Yeah. The interstate. So yep. We we talked about Bigfoot earlier. Not that I have any. Like, just go watch stuff on Skinwalker Ranch if you haven't. Go look it up. It's it's fascinating. Okay. So um, apparently, I need to talk to my wife about Skinwalkers. <laughs> you know, yeah, you guys yeah, don't know about Skinwalkers? No, I don't. Oh. Jason, tell us about skinwalkers. I know you know. Oh my gosh! Or like shapeshifters. Or... It's like a, another word. Oh, so like Rebecca Romaine Stamos in X Men. <laughs> sure. What's her yeah. name? Mystique. Mystique. Exactly. It's exactly Mystique. Boy. Later played by Jason Lawrence. Can get it. Yeah. I've... <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Depending on the transformation. I yeah. Guess. Get blow that blue back out. So what really fa- fascinates me is the idea there, there of, is. of Bigfoot being somewhat paranormal, which never, I would have never thought that. But the more and more, I, I mean, I shared my, my dad's Bigfoot story on here Yes. Um, last year. And I shared it to so many different people. And then people keep asking me, do you think it's a, a paranormal entity? not an animal and i'm like what are you talking about that doesn't make any sense he smelt an animal he felt an animal but they say there's so many encounters of like a bigfoot that just disappears who is they the people the people stories so anyway what the fuck we um so you guys you guys know who les stroud is survivor man oh yeah 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 okay he did. He saw the finding. Les Sprout? Stroud. Yeah. Les oh. Stroud. Okay. Uh, he saw the finding. Russell's brother? Levi's brother? Levi's brother? 
Russell Stroud. Really? That's a stretch. He saw the uh, the series Finding Bigfoot, and he thought, I "Dude, I love that series." He's well, Les Stroud did his own. He's like, "I can do a much better job." Uh, I will find Bigfoot him because he spends all his time uh, alone in the woods. Finding um, Bigfoot's a sequel to Finding Nemo. <laughs> Once you found the fish, you got to find the Bigfoot. We need to get Dog the Bounty Hunter on the case. <laughs> yeah, Dog the Bounty Hunter would find him. Sure. Les Stroud was working with an indigenous guide. Um, the The whole idea of Bigfoot is a very indigenous uh, creature. He sought to protect uh, indigenous people. He's a protector. That's the way they see him. Um, and so Les Stroud was working with an indigenous guide on how to see Bigfoot because Bigfoot wasn't this, he wasn't just a creature. And so he said he would do these meditative things out in the woods. Uh, with shrooms, probably. He said no shrooms. Uh, <laughs> okay. But um, he would have these experiences where he'd see orbs and shit. Um, what are you, are you calling bullshit on all oh, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We forgot to mention those. It's not my story. It's Les Stroud telling me. Yeah, blame, blame Brussels, brother. Um, <laughs> So he had this like one encounter. I forget where he was. Um, I think he was in Tennessee or someplace in the south. And he heard this voice in his head, as he described it, saying, "We're we're over here." And he looked over and he saw um, what he thought was a Bigfoot, and then a little Bigfoot, and and the. The, the thing he heard in his mind was, if, you, if you're ready, we're here. And he said, I'm not ready. And then they were, <laughs> uh, he was too scared. And so then another the, time, him and uh, somebody was who was with him. Uh, ready, I'm here. That's what I said to my wife on her I'm wedding they watched, they watched two orbs in the woods uh, for about 15 minutes, a bigger one and a larger one. And when they went back to their indigenous guide, um, she said, they were with you last night. Did you see them? Like, meaning Bigfoot, but he saw the orbs. Uh, uh, do you think Bigfoot's like a multidimensional being? Yes. That, okay. I think that's what people are getting at. That's not necessarily what I, I don't have any decisions or thoughts on what it could be, honestly. So what do you mean I, by multidimensional? Like, that... different, like I had never heard this idea that Bigfoot could be a paranormal something or other. Uh, People had described, my dad was on a podcast telling his Bigfoot story. He was on a podcast called Don't Feed the Trolls. And they were fascinated uh, with his story. And they thought when they listened to his story that it was like a demon creature that I, I don't, I am not familiar with all the different types of creatures and crypto beasts. And, but they, they thought it was, they thought it might be paranormal. So Another story to add to my dad's Bigfoot story um, was a few weeks prior, they were having like a... Jason said, I've never heard this guy's story. You've never heard this one. There was... So my dad was a pastor in Backwoods, Kentucky, and a place called Panther Creek Bottoms, which is just really dense. I mean, it's scary to drive by because you look into this forest and you can't see more than five feet into it, even right wow. off the freeway. It's just, just a really, really dense... Uh, uh, swamp and 
he said, you know, people live on the edge of it. And there's this family with his church. Um, they're there and they kept seeing this light off in the woods um, moving pretty fast and it's just moving all around. And so they're thinking, oh, it's just the, the neighbors. Um, one of their kids is playing with a flashlight or something. So they called down to their neighbors and the neighbors, you know, they said, hey, we see this light. It's flying in the woods between our houses. Do you guys see it too? Is it one of your kids? And they said, it's not one of our kids, but we also see the light. And the light would would dip and dive and it would it's just moving in a in a fashion where you kind of got the impression that this was not uh it wasn't somebody playing with flashlight and then it went up into the sky above the tree line and dipped back down and the whole family's watching this they're having like a, a get together or something and then it came down and it flew between them Jeez! Uh, but this was the sighting of this orb was just a few weeks. It's right in the same ballpark of when my dad had his, his Bigfoot experience. And the guy who lived a few miles down the road also had the Bigfoot experience that I described in the last episode. So when you say multidimensional, do you mean like a, a, a creature that the energy that can live in multiple, Sci- dim- multiple universes. We're talking multiverse. Uh, no, kind of like parallel universes, like two, yeah. two universes that are happening at the same time. In the well, same that place. would be multiverse. Well, well, not multiverse is, is uh, it, it's, it's not all located in the, in the same spot. So whereas parallel universes, it's like together right here, there's another plane of existence over this one or under this one where um, people can, can touch through that, that dimension. So it's, it's like, it's close to this dimension as possible. So, um, you know, we, we've three dimensional, four dimensional, five dimensional, you know, th- there's all kinds of different dimensions and there are things that we can see with, with, with that we can't see with the human eye that they're, they're there, but we just don't see it. And that's why radar and shit yeah. like that comes into play. It's because people are thinking that something from a different dimension is, is bleeding over into our gotcha. present dimension. Yeah. So, so like- yeah, go ahead. No, I just think I think Skinwalker Ranch, the reason I brought it up in the first place, might be the best like you gotta watch the documentaries and stuff. Some are some are campier than others. Um, and some are I think are pretty fascinating. But the government's been studying it since the nineties. Uh, especially the cattle mutilations, because it's just completely bizarre. I mean, you're talking about a rancher who has his cattle three hundred yards away. He's, or he's with it and he walks 300 yards away and while he has his head turned within a matter of like 10 minutes, the cattle is completely mutilated. Yeah. He goes back over it like precision laser cut separated pieces missing. And who could do that in 10 minutes? So this but, is the, this is sort of like the Chupacabra thing. Cause I've seen stuff about that too. Um, yeah, but they think it's like a wolf. Like I, or like a res- diseased a raccoon or something. Like a like a werewolf, yeah. Like kind of a werewolf. Uh, oh, that is a great show. My wife said Expedition X is a great show. Love it is that a great show. show. Josh it's Gates. Like I want to get Josh Gates on the podcast. Oh he's my god! Yeah, he's yeah, the best. Was, yeah, he's yeah, he's fascinating. Um, no, I just think like like you look at a place like that, and it's hard not to think that maybe it's just like a portal that's open or something. Yeah. It's so bizarre, it's so different, so strange. 
and somehow it's related to everything paranormal. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Brad mentioned something. Brad posted something yesterday about. I was going to. I was going to talk bring about this. The universe, and yeah. I and I think I said. I think I commented on your thing. I said, nobody knows. And at this point, all options are kind of on the table. I mean, yeah. we know Big Bang, but we don't know. The thing, where did that come from? We don't, we don't, we don't know. Is it a simulation? And Brad's was like, is it a, is it a self-propelled simulation at this point? Is, is it a continuous simulation? And like Sarah, none of it makes sense. Sarah and I were talking about it, and the best way I could, I could explain it is like, uh, we have video games, and within that disc, that video game disc, there are hours and hours of playable content in there out just just hours but but it sits outside of time the, the disc is right there it's a physical but within that disc are what represents hours of countless paths you can take and ways that you can play this game and it's 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 physical but it also sits outside of time and that like the idea that we also like time is a, is a human construct like everything like when you when you pan out in the 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 deeper we go in and the farther we go out, like it's more fascinating as we go. Yes. So, so the idea that we could be in a simulation and not even know it, and we're just playing one of the versions of the simulation right now in some kid's video game. <laughs> it's fucking, it's crazy. And God's dead. Maybe God just quit playing the video game. <laughs> it gets deep really quick, doesn't yeah, it? It does. So one of the things that was most fascinating by like, you guys got to check out, this YouTube channel, it's called the theory of everything or toe, uh, Kurt Jaimunkel. He, uh, <laughs> he, he interviewed, that sounds like seventies uh, funk artist. Yeah. My name's Kurt Jaimunkel and the escapes. He's got he's had all these alien people on because he's trying to figure this out. Alien Wait, yeah, so you need to Gosh dang it, Jess. You know what I mean. All these alien experts. <laughs> oh, so, I'm an alien outlaw. Have Cherokee it. He asked them all the same one of the same questions is if uh, if the whole world knew aliens as you know aliens, how would they react? If they had full disclosure tomorrow. How would the world respond? And it's interesting seeing people's different answers to those questions. But one that was really fascinating to me was this guy. Um, his name is Luis Elizondo. And he is he was the one who worked in the government. Oh, I've heard of this guy. For the program ATIP. He's the one who yeah. disclosed the, um, like the alien videos that were in the New yeah. York Times and stuff. He's the one who worked with uh, Tom DeLong, And he worked uh, on this program that was specifically examining military interactions with um, alien craft uh, since 2007 to 2019 or 2016 when they you know got their videos released um, primarily in the in the New York Times but they asked him the question because he says those videos that they released back in 2016 are just the tip of the iceberg he said, I mean, he, he implies that they have videos because those videos are, aren't very clear. You can't really tell what's going on. I guess if you, if you work like in the military and, and knew what the radar stuff looked like, you'd probably appreciate it more. But did just us average Joes, I mean, it's just a little dot on a, on a screen, like doesn't mean a whole lot. Um, but he says there's way more evidence 
they have high definition pictures and videos of craft where they can see the people piloting them, whether it's alien or not. Um, but anyway, he, he was asked this question, if the whole world knew what you knew, how would they respond? If they had all the information that you had, and he said it would be, his first word was somber. <laughs> and he was asked to clarify that, and he said, really, uh, he's like, maybe somber is not a good word, but sobering, realizing that there is another life presence here. And humans, though we think for so long we were the top of the food chain, we are not. And there, <laughs> there, is, something, there is something else. I thought that was fascinating. And then the other thing he said is – Dude, Bill Pullman 2024. Can we, can we, can we just shut this the episode earth. down now? And he said <laughs> the, other, the other thing what he said, which kind of gets me excited and looking forward to this, is all the <laughs> – all the charlatans would be exposed. Uh, and he was specifically referring to religious people. Um, huh. in the sense We're on board that, with that. Yeah, in the sense that religious people who say, I got everything right, I have the answer for everything, the ones who have, the ones we grew up with who have yeah. God in yeah. the box, they have the theology on lockdown. He said, all those people are going to be exposed because they're not going like it. He said so many people are going to at simultaneously leave religion and join religion at the same time. Yeah. So many people who are in it are going to leave it because it's bullshit. And what they were raised with is bullshit. And so many other people who don't, this this will essentially become their god. <laughs> and and huh. sort of weird scary. I thought that was I thought it was I thought his answer was was fascinating. Yeah. And I think it I think it falls in line with history to a degree. Uh, I've been reading a lot of books. Um, one was The People's History of the United States. Um, just Isn't that the one Will Hunting read? <laughs> nope. It's the one I mentioned in Good Will Hunting. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a funny story, too. Who's the author? I got a number. Matt Who's the Davis author? The author. Huh? Yeah. Who's the author? Uh, I can't remember. Is uh, Zim's Zim? Yeah. Oh, Howard Zim. Yeah. Yes, Zim. People's History. Yep. Uh, so read that book. That was fascinating. And then there was another one. That'll I can't blow your back. It's lies my teacher told me. Um, that one just picks different events. But they're they're saying you know at the time, uh, Christopher Columbus came over. Not that he is the one who discovered America. Murray's a piece of shit. It was already <laughs> discovered. I mean, he basically set up the slave trade. But as they're bringing slaves back from the new land on Earth, it totally threw the church into a shitstorm uh, because the the Catholic Church specifically in England thought they had everything figured out, and so all of a sudden now you have new people, new species. The stories we were told about Noah's Ark are false. There's this whole another land, map, yeah. this whole another society that existed the whole time, and we didn't know about it. Yeah. Um, hmm. Could that not the same be true of aliens or another race of yeah. people? The people who live, the people who live in Hollow Earth. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't think it's that far fetched, honestly. So that you're saying that the MAGA people are right that Hillary Clinton is a lizard person? <laughs> sure. <laughs> want to go there? Yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm, I want to. I want to play Hold my. On. Go ahead. I got a. I got a story that okay. I want to tell. Uh, this was recent. Okay. So I, 
I've mentioned that like I've become more attuned to energies and stuff recently. So Mandy and I recently went to Pittsburgh and the way we went was a little different because we um, were meeting friends of the pod, Lynn and T.O. Knowles, and they live like north of Pittsburgh. So um, I think it's north anyway. They And so we turn off, like at one point you get off the interstate and you go through these, um, you, you literally follow a, a river for like 30 miles, okay? And dotted along the river, these old industrial steel towns and stuff. Like you can, I mean, the old factory buildings are still there. Like, and you can tell there's like, then they're really depressed. So we were driving through a, the town of Bridgeport, Ohio. And so I'm not going to say a lot about my wife um, because I don't know how much she wants to tell. And I want to have her on the pod to talk about some of this stuff sometime, but she can sense energies like in a big way. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll just say that. And we were driving through this town and I said, man, look at this town. Like you can just tell, I said, it's kind of like depressive and, you can just tell that it used to be bustling. I said, I'm picturing it like in the 1920s and or like pre-depression yeah. where it's just booming. You know, I mean, there's people are probably dressed well. There's, there's big houses built along the river. There's, Dude, we the, fucking live in Flint, man. Right. I mean, it, exactly. Like, yes. I live in Flint every day. I drive through the yes. road mansions every day. Yes. Selling for $100,000. Yeah. Gigantic homes. Yes, it's true. And... I, and so we were, we, I, and so we were talking and we were talking, 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 and just kind of saying, man, look, yeah. Can you imagine? And I said, look at that huge factory. Like it, it just looked kind of run down, but it was still there. And I'm like, God, at one point that was like a bustling sea of thousands of workers, like yeah. at a time, you know, it was probably a really booming town at one point. So we're talking and then all of a sudden, like I realized Mandy's not talking anymore. And I look over at her and I said, are you okay? And she said, no. And I said, uh, all right. Like, like what's, what's going on? And she said, I just feel like something attached itself to me. And I was like, okay. And she said, I said like, what? She said, it's like, and she's like, at this point there's tears coming down her face. And she says, it's, it's sad. Huh? Whatever it is, is sad. Full goosebumps. And I said, okay. Um, so I was trying to talk her through this. I'm like, cause I'm, just, I'm yeah. trying to drive, I'm driving uh, 65 miles an hour going, um, like it, I need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> like, so she said, just, just be quiet for a minute. Like, I just, I just need, just be quiet. Said, okay. And so I look over and her eyes are closed. And so I'm just driving along. I'm just silent, but I'm sitting here going, what the fuck is happening right now? And this is all happening like boom, boom, yeah. boom. Like it was that her turn was that quick. And then all of a sudden she goes, I hear her take kind of a deep breath and she goes, okay, I'm good. And it was like that quickly. And I said, all right, so what happened? She's like, well, I, I don't want to talk about it. I can't talk about it yet. Can we just get through these towns? I'm going to just close my eyes to these towns. Can we get through these without, and then we'll talk about it. And so sure we did. And so I said, what, what happened? Like, what did you, did you say something? She said, yeah, it left me. I said to it, it's okay. I, I'm so sorry that it happened to you. 
it's okay, you can go. Gone immediately. Huh. I mean, so, I mean, we live like driving through Flint is depressing. Yeah. Really sad. Um, I was just, I worked at the gym and um, left, forgot to turn off the light. So I had to turn around, turn around on the street. And I'm by Atwood Stadium where the Flint Bucks play. People go to it on the weekends in the summer across from Hurley Hospital, which is where I was born, Jason was born, and you go down the street and it's just boarded up houses and poverty and just, you don't know what's happening behind those doors. You can imagine what's happening behind those right. doors. And that's right next to my work. Right. And so I can definitely imagine going through a place similar to Flint, looking at those beautiful homes that are just dilapidated dilapidated you can see kids that are obviously not being taken care of um on the front porches and this is an exaggeration this is flint yeah sure Um, sure. and that that is it's sad it's really really sad it's yeah yeah and it's like the whole thing was so strange to me it was strange to both of us but it was like, it was literally like that quickly. Yeah. Things changed from good to bad and then eventually changed from bad to good. It was literally like a switch was flipped. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't, there was a time in, it, I mean, on this podcast where I was <laughs> like really skeptical of shit like that. But like, I, I saw that happen in real time with my own eyes. And yeah. I, yeah. my wife isn't crazy. Like, well, she's I mean, crazy. She did marry you. Okay. She's crazy, but oh. like, it's good crazy and but yeah. it's like i can't i can't discount what happened because i fucking well, i think she felt something very real yes yeah. like spiritual or was yes. it like somebody i'm really empathetic i can look at those houses and feel emotion as well yeah it was is really like um messing with me or is it almost like a perception of my just looking at these right houses? well i mean i mean who knows and it's like yeah i, I think and either way house i drive by every day on the way to work and there's homeless people sure camping out in it with blankets and stuff and it makes you feel like shit every time you drive by it's yeah. awful yeah i mean there might be an element to that too, but it's like i don't think it makes any of it any less real because it's like yeah. i mean it, it was literally she yeah, was like think, she was literally sick to her stomach like she was I nauseous never, like, i would never discount somebody's lived experience and i would yeah. hear it, like her own words in that because that's yeah know yeah it's yeah it was she said it was definitely not my sadness like she felt she felt the sadness was like not hers she was feeling sadness but it wasn't her sadness it was like something else entirely um and once she think you drove through an entity something was standing on the road and boom well, it, just waiting for some, and we talked about that. It was like it was like somebody. It, was it a spirit that was just had been there forever? That was literally just waiting on somebody that could be receptive. Yeah, yeah, it could be that. I mean, who knows? Yeah, like, yeah, and she and I said to her, I said, like after the initial weirdness and shock of it was kind of over, I said, like if, like what if you actually, like freed a tortured. Tortured soul, yeah. soul like yeah. consciousness that you were able to say, Hey, I see you. I'm sorry about what happened to you, but it's okay. 
everything's going to be okay. You can just, you can let go. You can go. Yeah. And, and it I went. Like um, the older I get, the more comfortable it. Like, I don't fucking know. I get. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And just like, I'm not going to like go against anything. Anybody's lived experience. If that's yeah. your experience. Unless like, it's Jason. <laughs> Unless it's Jason. Yeah. Unless, Unless it's me. Jason. <laughs> too close to home. Okay, we, we do have some some uh, some messages people sent in to us, so I don't want to uh, to not play them. So this is the last uh, Janet one. Do you want to prep the TO one? Uh, I've, just, I've got it. Are, yeah. are you ready to do that one? Let's do that one. Then. So am I playing the video? It's uh, eight I, and a half I've, minutes long. I've got the video. I've got the clip. I, he just sent me a clip of this. And oh, okay. So no what do you? Why, why did you? Have Was me there a post in there? Uh, he just said in the first 15 seconds, there's another voice other than us. Okay. So this is, this is the, the, I think that's the clip you sent me and here it is. Maybe hold on. <laughs> All right, here, <laughs> this time, here we go. Or, you know, very friendly people. We just came to say hello. We're your neighbors. I know. Yeah. I swear to God, it sounds like it says Barb. Yeah. Or, you know. We're very friendly people. We just came to say hello. We're your neighbors. Right there. Right after he says, we're your neighbors, you hear something go. Yeah, it's like a Barb. You know. We're your neighbors. Right there. No, I can hear it better Arr. in headphones. Yeah, it's yeah. my dead wife, Barb. It's my dead wife, Barb. <laughs> Look away, Barb. This is bot. This is rock bottom. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do the Janet talk Walker Texas Ranger one. I guess I can tell Ooh, another sorry. Walker sorry. Texas Ranger family story, but it's about me. And while I don't speak the things, and then they happen, mine is more that I hear things, almost like a clue. And it prompts me to then either ask a question as follow-up or to check into something. And I never do it correctly. So one day I am, I think, just graduated college. So this is like sometime in 2011. And I'm getting ready to go to a party with some friends from work. Like it's a house party. And I'm putting on my mascara. And I hear in my mind someone say, ask Mike how his dad is. And I'm thinking, well, that's weird because I know Mike, my boyfriend that, well, we're not together anymore, but like my boyfriend that I just broke up with, who actually lives with his dad, who like, I know pretty well and talk to pretty frequently and says that his dad is great. Like, why would I ask Mike how his dad is? Because he's fine, but whatever. So I just had that in my mind, the whole drive over to the house, the whole time I was at the parties, ask Mike how his dad is. So I went up to Mike and I was like, Hey man, how's your dad? And he was like, Oh, he's fine. Like, He's not here tonight because who the hell wants to be with, like, college kids for the party? He's old. He's, like, out. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. That's great. And I didn't think anything of it. No big deal. I heard, ask Mike how his dad is. So I asked Mike how his dad is, and his dad's fine. That's it. I didn't feel like my question was answered, but I asked the question, and I got an answer, so I left it alone. Well, not long after that, I was at work and uh, was with a friend. And they asked me, oh, did you hear about Mike's dad? And I'm thinking, uh, no, I like, I talked to Mike pretty frequently. He would have told me if something happened to his dad and they're like, oh yeah, well his dad passed away. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like it had to have been an accident or something nobody was expecting because I was just at his party and his dad was fine. 
So as they're telling me the story about Mike's dad who passed away and how Mike was really, you know, sick over it because he was estranged from his father and he wanted to make amends and he never did, I start piecing together like we are not talking about the same Mike. And I asked them to clarify, like, who are you talking about? And they told me that it was Mike, another friend of mine, actually another ex-boyfriend of mine. Yes, I've dated two Mikes. That's a different story. But they said that Mike's father passed away. He just got the news. And um, he was so tore up over it because he had been thinking about reaching out and making amends with his father because he hadn't spoke to him in years and years, just absolutely refused to. His sister had made contact, but he refused to have a relationship with his father. And the father passed away. So I check in with Mike and say, hey, this is awkward because we haven't talked in a while, but I heard about your father. I'm so sorry to hear that. And he told me the story again about how he had really been thinking about, you know, reaching out to his dad, making amends. His sister had forgiven him and built a relationship again, but he just wouldn't do it. He couldn't bring himself to do it. And then when his father passed away, he realized like that was a huge mistake and he missed his opportunity to be able to find closure you know in that relationship and when I asked when his father passed he said it was a couple of weeks ago and I was putting the pieces together that the party was a couple of weeks ago so I fully believe that I was prompted to ask Mike how his dad was so that it would maybe perhaps encourage him to reach out or, or act in that moment because he had been thinking about reaching out to his dad. But I guess I just date too many mics and I got him mixed up <laughs> because I asked the wrong mic how his dad was. Oops. <laughs> she has such a cheerful voice. Yeah, the lesson here is like, don't date more than one mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can confirm. I think mom would confirm that too. Yeah. Um, I do want to share my, my deep thoughts with Michael that I had this week about the, 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 the simulation thing. This is free content. This is free, this is bonus content. Normally, you have to. It's behind a five dollar paywall. But we're gonna we're gonna. This is the the. And the, again, if you're not paying that, the eat a bag of diarrhea. This is the the season three finale. Bag of, of uh, diarrhea. All right, here it is. Hi, friends. It's that time. I remember of the when week this used to be free. Where Michael podcast. has a deep thought. When I was a kid, I used to play this video game called Sim City. I would create this city, name it, and people called Sims would move in. I'd pave roads, create jobs. Sometimes there would be these tornadoes and earthquakes that would happen, and I'd go in and help them rebuild. Uh, I would survey them and ask them how they thought I was doing and create things for them to make their lives easier. And one day I stopped playing the game. Sometimes I wonder how they're doing. Do they miss me? Did they have a natural disaster that I wasn't there to help them recover from? I bet they're pretty pissed about that. And then sometimes I realize that maybe I'm the Sim. Sometimes I think about the idea that we are in a simulation and that God is a teenage boy playing a game who wants us to tell him that he's doing a good job. Hmm. Well, friends, 
That was and it. That was generally as long as about five of them combined. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a long one. He All re- right. He really workshopped that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I was, yeah. I was feeling that one. Do you freestyle that or do you write it? Oh, I write all of them. Their deep thoughts. I have to write them down before they escape. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is. Uh, let's. Do you guys have any other stories before we? Jason. No, I mean I got lots of stories, but none. All right, we've got one last from Aaron. So let's let's. Uh, oh man, she's got some crazy shit, dude. Buckle up. This is a uh, <laughs> oh, five and a half minute one. So. <laughs> Here we go. Guaranteed to be good. Hello, this is Aaron Irwin, and I'm going to tell my favorite personal paranormal story. Coming up with this was not easy. I have so many of them, um, but she I'm really going to does. give it my best shot. Um, so I tried to think of one that was more... Uh, physical I guess that had more of a of a physical impact um and so this one was um this one came to mind um so when I was a sophomore in college I studied abroad um I studied and I went to Harlexton College um and it was built in the 1800s Sometime. Oh, I've heard this um, story. Beautiful, beautiful manner. Um, haunted, very haunted. Um, and I had two roommates. So we uh, we had these single beds, and we were in the maids' quarters um, on the fifth floor. So. It wasn't super nice part of the manor, um, but I mean, it was still the manor, so it was still great. Um, but we, it looked out over like you could hear the bell going off at midnight every night. That's it was just creepy, um, and so it was just it was just not like anything I'd ever experienced living there for a semester. And one night I was, I was asleep. I slept against the wall and then my room, one of my roommates slept in a single bed next to me. And then my other roommate, there were bunk beds against the other side of the room. Um, and so it was pretty late at night, and all of a sudden, I f- what felt like somebody sitting on the edge of my bed. Like, it felt like someone was sitting down, and I could feel the indent of my bed being pushed down. And I was like, so I kind of started waking up a little bit, because I'm a pretty light sleeper. I was like, what is, what is someone doing sitting on my bed? I, this is, it's late. What, you know, this isn't, nobody else should be in our room. And I'm pretty sure my roommates are asleep. So it just kind of started to wake me up and I I was kind of annoyed. Um, And then I heard my name. 
So I thought maybe somebody came and sat on the edge of my bed and said my name to wake me up. So I kind of opened my eyes and nobody was there. So I was like, that's weird. And so I kind of, you know, jostled myself awake a little bit more. And then I heard my name again. So I was like, well, maybe somebody, you know, sat on the edge of my bed and said my name and then got up and when I didn't answer right away, got up and just went back to bed. But my name, they said my name again. So I woke my roommate up that was sleeping close to me. And I was like, what did you need? Why are you saying my name? And she's like, why did you just wake me up? I didn't say your name. Brad. And I was like, okay. So the next morning I asked my other roommate and she was like, my name's Brad. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, I swear to God, somebody sat on my bed because I could feel the end of my bed. I could feel the bed pressed down. And I heard my name twice because it woke me up. And then as soon as I was like, what? And then somebody said my name again. And enough to make me go, why is somebody saying my name again? So that was probably one of the creepiest things that happened to me in the manor itself. Um, and so that was, that was pretty crazy. Well, you can hear um, the dog. I have lots of other stories, but that that was the the one that got me. That that got me in in the in my. I don't like it when it's uh quite so physical. I guess so. That's physical. That's a story. All right, I've heard that one, dude. Physical. She's got some. She's she's got some good ones. Yeah, they came over for dinner one night, and holy shit. I really wish I hadn't come over. There's one about a like an evil, like a dark spirit that haunts like one of the theaters that they perform in. Fucking crazy! Oh, what? I saw the orb. Territories of that, right? Was there a video of it? Not a video. I mean, a photo. A photo of oh, orb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's orb, right. Yeah. I zoomed in it and I said it looked like a bag of dicks. <laughs> I drew a bag of dicks. Like well, you're the expert, so yeah. yeah. No, it was pretty creepy when he you zoomed is in. He the on expert it. of what a bag of dicks looks like. Oh, no, I was going to say on the paranormal, not necessarily a bag of dicks. <laughs> Although I, I don't feel like you have to be an expert to know what that's going to look like. Oh, oh yeah, me too, me too. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I think I that... felt that before, something sit down on the bed. That's not a pleasant feeling. Like No. Go no. ahead, Jess. Say it. I just don't believe it. Like... <laughs> I just think you're like, I think it's a dream. Like, I think that, I don't know. I just, I don't know why, if that exists, why I haven't experienced that. I don't, I think some people are receptive to it. I think so too. Just like you see children. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not trying to say anybody's lying. I think they are perceiving what is, like, their reality. I just don't. Like, I don't know why other people experience that sort of thing, and I do not. But you did at one point. Yeah, but it could, like, because I don't know. Because your mom like, has I, stories of you 
I don't remember any of that shit. I know and you my mom's fucking it. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there is something to that. I, I think, think there's something to the yeah. idea that people are, some more people, people are receptive. Yeah, I'm receptive open to, to it. it. Like if I, I like, I would be open to experiencing something like that. I just never have, and so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't that, know. I, honestly, and that's probably that's probably where I find myself. I'm very skeptical, but I'm also. I'm also not going to deny people's experience. Like I'm right. open to the like, idea I that I, just, I think just, people think that, I mean, something happened to you. You think something happened to you then, and something did happen. I just to think there, I just way. think people are, I just think people are attuned to different frequencies. It's like yeah. your sister is very like, as she sees this shit and everything. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how you can see this all the fucking right. time. And I like, even though, you know, like I heard a voice once, I can like explain that away in my head where it wasn't like, it's not something that was life changing to me or like, I feel like I could explain it away. I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I think people are tuned to different frequencies and some of those frequencies are tuned into s- certain spiritual things. Like I, I, just, think, I, think I think so too. too. It's a, it's, it's a muscle that you can exercise and get stronger at. And some people are much better at it and in tune and look yeah, for that's it. That's a good way to put when it. When other people don't, yeah. I feel like I, I don't spend my day looking for it. Whereas like, sure. Sister or like Jason might be more open to like looking for it where I'm just like bumbling through my day. Like a fucking, right. yeah, I sure. think like my sister and I, I don't know my sister, she seeks it out. So she sees a whole lot more where I feel like I could do the same if I wanted to, but I don't want to. I, I don't want to invite, I like my home. Yeah. I don't want to invite anything in on, you know, so I, I don't, I don't seek it out. I get a muscle. I like to exercise. Mandy said, if you're, I think if you're skeptical Nothing. energies, or she said, aren't, which but meant are, I think if you're skeptical, energies are going to stay away from you because they need a certain frequency to communicate. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Like if yeah. I'm skeptical, I would sure. imagine like a spirit would be like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she she's, an a, anyway. she's an Enneagram <laughs> eight. So yeah. I'm noping right out of that situation. Well, like, I mean, I'm not going to, like that makes sense. Like I, I would find a way to kill I, me again. I'd be going to. Sure. Because I would be like, they would be like, you're gonna fucking die, and I'd be like, oh, cool. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My both my uh, brother-in-law and sister are both seers. I mean, they see and hear things all the time. My uh, brother brother-in-law, he was telling me that when he was a kid, their uncle lived with them. Uh, I don't remember the house situation, but he said they lived down in the basement and he always said, do not ever come into my room when I'm not here. And he's like, I'm a little kid. I'm going to snoop. I wanted to know. Wait, what the fuck is this Tony? Tony. Yeah. He's like, I want to know what my uncle had down there. And so um, he said the door was uh, such that it would, it would kind of catch on the floor. You know, it was, it wasn't a very yeah. So he pushed it and it catches a little bit, but he pushed it further because he wants to see what's inside this room. And he gets in there and kneeling beside his uncle's bed, his uncle's not there, is a little boy. No. Nope. Standing over the little boy nope. is like a Catholic nun. No. Ooh, no. Dude, fuck that. She looks, she looks at my brother-in-law and he was younger and just as the- How old was 20? How old was 20? I don't know. He didn't say. So it's like the nut. It's like the librarian in Ghostbusters. Like the librarian from Ghostbusters. I'm texting my brother-in-law right now. 
and you know he ran like Damn. that's the kind of shit i'm not interested in seeing it sure. if we accidentally bump into each other i can deal with it like you go your way i'll go mine leave me alone i won't bother you but i i don't act i'm not going to actively yeah see. no i get that unless you're offering ghost i'll tell you right now the only person I respect in Jason's family is my brother-in-law, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Tone, Tone. I feel really <laughs> shitty, man. I'm so glad you tell you that right now. Like, that's the only but they person. Have, Fucking they have damn. So God damn it. Stories that I, I, there's no way I could tell them all. You know? So I texted Tony. Well, there's always next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Let's go to feedback thank yeah. you guys for coming on for sure yeah that was fun Thanks. always yeah, always nice. a good time so let's go feedback i love you guys i'll hook you up brad hold on what'd you say i'll hook you up oh i just disappeared oh brad brad, is, brad, brad just, just became a ghost no just a minute he's still here <laughs> never fucking mind ben my least favorite poly anyway <laughs> he, he he can still hear you yeah so. i can still I hear you before. thanks jess fuck off <laughs> I'm backstage, Michael. Right, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right. Are you All right. Rage? Do we have any feedback? No. Nope. All right. Brad? Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, I guess not. <laughs> I didn't even look. <laughs> Whatever. All right. <laughs> All right. Hashtag the muse hit. Boy, I've got like a hundred. Hashtag summit Mount Watcher point. <laughs> Hashtag Adele's inter Sandman. <laughs> Hashtag memory of nuts. <laughs> Hashtag someone's mom's memoir. <laughs> Hashtag taking one in the throat. Oh <laughs> boy. Hashtag love child of CC Deville. Hashtag that was Duff's girl. <laughs> Hashtag on IR with a throaty. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag one of my hockey coaches smells like ham. <laughs> Hashtag Jason Momoa gives it. <laughs> Hashtag someone eating a bag of macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag bratwurst and pussy juice. <laughs> you see, you see why that's funny. It's because... oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> hashtag Martin Mole's mustache. <laughs> Only ones that caught it. No, I said it. You're the only one that caught it. I have no it. idea what you're talking about. We were talking about Clue. It's Martin Mole. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I got you yeah. Now. All yeah. right. Uh, hashtag the Muse hit. Hashtag Adele's Inter Sandman. <laughs> hashtag Hockey Jesus. <laughs> hashtag Homeless Judah Friedlander. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Memories of Nuts. Hashtag taking one in the throat from Axel. <laughs> uh, the love child of CC Deville. Hashtag that was Duff's girl. Hashtag the eighth story mountain. <laughs> Hashtag a little pink. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag a slender face. <laughs> I don't even remember what you were talking about. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. He has a thin face, so the prosthetics would make oh. it look too big. Hashtag fuck me, Cal Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Rogaine and macaroni salad. 
Hashtag tanning bed sweat. No. <laughs> Here's my winner. Hashtag redolent of clam. <laughs> Hashtag wash it down with some pussy juice. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Hashtag bratwurst and pussy juice. Jesus Christ. Hashtag fucking Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, though. She's having a hard time. I'm so sorry, Jackie. <laughs> okay. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, hashtag Martin Mole's mustache. <laughs> hashtag greenish silent head. <laughs> that was from Casey's. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Her head. Oh. Hashtag Ernest Borgnine's brother. <laughs> hashtag a human named Nick. <laughs> hashtag... <laughs> Here's the winner. <laughs> Blow that blue back out. <laughs> Mystique can get it. Oh my god. Hashtag Brussels Stroud. <laughs> I was thinking somebody wouldn't totally name their kid like Brussels Russell and, and like. Oh, Brandon together, Brussel. And then hashtag I'm an alien outlaw. <laughs> Did Boy, you guys have that any? That was a problematic song. <laughs> you yeah, think? I've got, I've got a couple. Uh, right. I'm too high, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally uh, no excuse. Uh, yeah, hashtag Hamamoa. Uh, <laughs> hashtag reincarnated tampon. <laughs> and, uh, it was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Hashtag fat macaroni say Jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got hockey Jesus. Just, just lemons. <laughs> uh, oh. Memories of nuts. <laughs> Love child of CC Deville. <laughs> Baby wipe mache. Uh, this is from Jess. It's me. Get you in the butthole. <laughs> it's me. Get you in the butthole. Uh, super tube. What? Is that a fish song? <laughs> no. She was talking about Jason's super tube. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Uh, uh, coconut bronzer and tanning bed sweat. <laughs> Just down from Eminem. <laughs> Human name Nick and Just down from Eminem. And it was just within four miles, yeah. man. And I'll fucking arm wrestle you. <laughs> All right, man. I God, there's arm a arm wrestle anybody. I like uh, I like taking one in the throat from <laughs> Axel. <laughs> I it's like be uh, just taking one of the throats. I like redolent of clam. <laughs> uh, and I really, really like blow that blue back out and uh, Brussels Stroud. <laughs> You're more proud of that than anybody. I'm going to go ahead and add hashtag nicer with bigger tits. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my god. I really I <laughs> Jesus I really Christ. like uh oh. 
Uh, I really like Love Child of Cece DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like Adele's Intersand. So there's somebody in Martinsville that is the love child of Cece DeVille. Well, I, I, I doubt they still live here, but yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of her, thing. Her family, Boy, family Something went down at Market Square Arena <laughs> in sometime around 84. Yeah. Sometime around appetite for destruction. <laughs> no, that wasn't poison. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of, I was thinking of Dub's girl. Man, saying, saying something to believe in and the panties dropped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking every rose has its thorn, man. My favorite is... Uh, you were just throwing pussy juice on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got to be bratwurst and pussy juice. <laughs> or, that's so gross. That's fine. I'm writing it down. What did you say, so Jess? Gross. Um, bratwurst and pussy juice. All right, that's it. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, Jesus, that Jesus. is maybe that is worse than hot penny latte wow. by a fair amount. <laughs> yeah, I, it kind of is. <laughs> Boy, I probably should have mentioned this before. You know, we were two hours and forty-seven minutes into this podcast. Um, do you guys have anything you want to plug? <laughs> what? The? There's Just a ghost a haunted house. Uh, did you guys have anything you wanted? To, like any social media or anything? No, I don't. I don't have anything I want to plug. Maybe right. next year. Jess. All right. <laughs> She's, She's good. All right. Jess, I have nothing, Jess, I, no, I have nothing. Jess she just had her first ghost experience. Jess has entered another dimension, people. <laughs> no, it was like a garbage can. It felt like that. Oh, it was a ghost telling. It me. was probably a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you listen to this episode in its entirety, hit us up with the hashtag. Hashtag. Uh, what are we using? <laughs> Bratwurst and Bratwurst. God, that is the worst hashtag. Not a, that is the worst fucking hashtag we have ever had. No one will ever use it. Nope. My favorite. No. <laughs> that is so fucking gross. Somehow we topped Father Gobbleballs. <laughs> he had many, had many sons. sons. Many, many sons had Father Gobbleballs. <laughs> I am one of them. And, and so, so are you. you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right nut, left nut. Oh. You guys remember the Macarena? That was really something. I love sausage. <laughs> I love sausage. Do you guys still remember it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I don't know if I can do Macarena. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it either. I, boy, I got I did that shit of dances in high school, though. I would love to see Brad doing Macarena. <laughs> I just did it. Oh, I missed it. Well, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you get it once and that's it. <clears throat> oh. What about uh what's the open gingdom styles there? Dance to that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. What whatever it's happened to Psy? Yeah. No, Matt, that's oh, not yeah, that's how it works. Exactly exactly pretty sure that's it, how it is. Go watch the no, fucking video. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can look at YouTube, I was right. 